Yes, sir. Time to crank up the big, the bottom, and the boom shakalakas, baby. This is a summertime edition of the Sports Brew. I know we're kind of in that stretch where we take a little bit of a break, you know, post NBA, post NHL, post NFL, post seemingly everything except baseball. But you know how I feel about the you know, early part of the baseball season. I don't really much care. So get me a little closer to the playoffs and all that kind of stuff, and we'll ramp that up too. But uh, it is certainly good to catch up for a little bit. You know, this fine, well, we like to call these a wasted Wednesday. I don't know how wasted anything is going to be, um, but hopefully we'll help everybody waste a little time, have some laughs, and have uh, have a little fun with it. But, you know, when it's late, which it's 1230 when we're starting, so technically we've already rolled into a thirsty Thursday. <laughs> Go figure. That's very sports brew-esque. I mean, why not? But uh, let's go ahead and get everybody in here, man. And, uh, you know, Shannon, getting ready to go on a nice big old fat cruise. Dude, that's going to be awesome. I hope you have an excellent time. So we had to get him down here in the basement in person just for fun. So let's go ahead and get you right, man. What's going on, brother? Surprised you didn't go with I'm on a boat. Well, <laughs> I thought about it, but I thought that was too easy. Uh, that's what but, she said. But, you you know. know, honestly, I think that is I think that's a good call, man. Yeah, there we go. Let's do it. I think that's a legit good call. <laughs> you deserve that. Because you will be on a you'll be on a big boat. I will be on a huge boat. But stay on your motherfucking toes. Woo! We Dropping MFs on the basement. I mean, this is out of the gate. Yeah. What's up, MacGuffin? That's going on, man. It's good to be down here. <laughs> <laughs> I guess I should. I guess I should have looked up the clean version. <laughs> There's a clean version. Oops. Probably not. Know, right? Probably not. That's okay. Just for you, Shannon. Uh, since you know it's been a while since you've been uh, down here in the basement. Look, I think it's fair commentary to say realistically, we can let a couple of MFs go, right? Why not? <laughs> and we'll also get our let it go reference out of the way really early, which probably disappoints Shannon because he likes to break that one out. You're just trying to break free of that, aren't you? See? How'd you know? Uh-oh, mouse froze. <laughs> <laughs> Gotta go to the other mouse. There we go. Poof. There it is. All right, good. See if this one's back working it. Yeah, I have two. I've got, like, a mouse and then a backup mouse. <laughs> I've learned my lesson. <laughs> Sometimes you gotta you gotta do that. But, uh, no, man, I hope you have a great time on your trip, dude. I, it was really cool. We had we had a good time celebrating Amber's 40th with you, so thanks for the invite. and uh, That was fun. We went to uh, Blue Bee. Yes. Blue Bee Cidery Sorry. here in uh, Scott's Edition of Richmond. And, uh, you know, for anybody that loves beer, you know, you got the, uh, the old 151 kind of tour, kind of, uh, you know, up kind of near the Charlottesville area. That's a lot of fun. And then, um, you know, if you enjoyed imbibing, <laughs> which we do, we are the sports brew after all, uh, if you haven't made it to Scott's Edition yet, do yourself a favor and go there and you know, just explore around, man. There's a lot of good places, a lot of good beverages, and, you know, quite frankly, a lot of good fun to be had. So it's good, good, good times. But thanks for that, man. I hope she I hope yeah. she enjoyed herself. She looked like she did, as did uh, your cousin. Yeah. <laughs> so I had the D D at home. So. Yeah, it's okay. It's all good, man. It's all good. Uh, you know, you want to have a little fun. And uh, you know, I've got to figure out my fortieth too. I don't quite know. Listen, I can't believe I'm, I'm actually saying I am, that. I am here to lend my services to help you find a place. <laughs> we will do lots of researching. I wasn't quite sure when you said you wanted to lend lend some services. Uh, I wasn't <laughs> quite sure where that was going to go, but uh, okay, not not those kind of services. I'm that, just that's all schmoy. I'm right just saying, now. Shannon. Uh, you know, big spoon, little spoon, teaspoon, bro. It's all good. Uh, you know. 
Anyway. <laughs> get off my lawn. Yeah, get off my lawn, man. God bless. Uh, it's been too long, bro. I know. Well, it's like yeah. training camp for us. It is. You know? This is like training camp. You know, <laughs> anytime we have like a you know one of those big breaks, and it, you know, again, I'm like I'm an 11 month employee, so like this is my month to you know kind of do daddy daycare and hang out, do family stuff, and and again, it's kind of the down. It, I mean, it's a slower sports time anyway. There's still stuff going on, but it's you know it's good family breaks, vacations, traveling, doing some things, having some fun. And then we kind of kick it back up once the NFL starts winding up. But, I mean, th- there's enough. It was, we just wanted to hang out, have some drinks, yes. have a little fun, and, uh, you know, give Todd something to listen to. So, because when I went into Kroger, <laughs> man, I fill up these growlers, uh, and I, I have this great beer tonight. I, you know what? Actually, I tell you, let's get everybody in, and then we can salute a clock, man. Uh, I know Whitfield's drinking milk, so that probably doesn't really count. But uh, that's a negative. That's n- negative. Yeah, sure. Well, I'll give you your old school song, man. Working for the weekend, bro. What's up, Whitfield? Yeah, I got to work this weekend. 100 degrees outside. Yay. Wah, you're not outside the whole time. Zip your face. <laughs> Complainer. Bad enough. Yeah. Actually, you know what? I'm, I think I'm going to throw you back to Toto. I like that. Yes. <laughs> Absolutely. Good, good way to go, man. They bought the... Look, you fool. It's too early. Yeah, actually, you know, conversations with Whitfield, they kind of are like the highway to hell. <laughs> ACDC has it right. Anyway, <coughs> that's okay. Woo, man. <laughs> oh, and then I guess we got to get a uh, little Randy in here. Let's, let's go ahead and get a little Pantera, a little Cowboys from Hell, man. What's going on, bro? Not much. It's actually uh, finally good to be back. I mean, it's been, I know for you guys, it's been about six weeks, but for me, it's been over two months, I think, since the last time I recorded. So. Well, it's been a hot minute, but, you know, you were like, ah, NBA playoffs. <laughs> <laughs> <So. laughs> well, yeah, you know you know my feelings on that. I, I, I wouldn't know. have added anything spectacular. Uh, no, it's, so. it's okay. It's okay. Uh, by the way, Michael Vick on Colin Kaepernick, what do you think about his uh, haircut? Who the hell is Michael Vick to even open his mouth about anything like that? I mean, seriously? Honest, honestly, if, if you didn't see it, he actually had some good points. It's just that was the one piece of the interview that got completely blown up was him saying, that, yeah. you know, cut your hair and, get, you know, kind of clean it up a little bit. Uh, and everything else he said, which there was some validity to some of his comments. And he's been through a lot, whether you like Vick or not. A lot of people will never, ever, ever forgive him for the dog stuff. And that's OK. That's their deal. I totally understand that. I totally understand that, okay? But he went through a lot getting out of the league and then coming back into the league and rehabbing his image and doing those things. So he he has an interesting perspective on some of that and some of the politics involved in the league with the teams, right? And he ha- he made some good points. It's just the soundbite and the snippet of it that got completely blown up was him essentially telling you know Cap to cut his hair. And uh, that's what people kind of latched on to. So, uh, you know. For what it's worth, I don't know that I still don't know that I believe that Kaepernick's been blackballed. Uh, I, I just think there's too much baggage for a backup quarterback. Uh oh. What? You said something. Oh, Shannon. You know what? You're right, dude. It's been a long time. You said ball. Hell yeah. You you, I can always count on you, man. I can always count on you. <laughs> Let it be a balls reference, and Shannon is on it, man. Faux show. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> Shannon's on balls? What? And as usual, Whitfield. 
or as we like to call him, the fantasy failhorn. <laughs> There's a re- ten minutes in. I'm already getting failhorn. Awesome. I know it is pretty good. It's pretty good. Hey, so mid season form, bro. I know, man. It's I like know, right? it's like we haven't ever stopped recording. That's why. <laughs> that's why I have a ten hour loop of the Price is Right losing horn. <laughs> ten hours. I don't know who on earth edited ten hours of this together. And stuck it on YouTube. It has seventy-seven thousand views, by the way. I think a thousand or uh, is At us. Least <laughs> us yeah. More than likely. <laughs> yeah, that's okay, man. Why not? So, uh, I guess a couple of things. We said we'd do a salute of clock. So, <clears throat> we owe a couple of teams a little raise of the glass to the Pittsburgh Penguins. And I work with a lot of Penguins fans. Salute. Good job, guys. Finishing off Smashville and the and the Nashville Predators. Well done. Cheers. Mm. Raise a glass to you guys, and all. <laughs> I, I do work with some uh, Caps fans, and they're just like freaking, <laughs> freaking penguins. <laughs> so that makes me laugh. And of course, Mark, Mark, obviously living in D.C., uh, we'll have to raise a glass to Mark too. He couldn't join us tonight, so Mark, get better, bud. Raise a glass to you in your honor. Get better, get right, and we'll catch you around. Uh, I guess I don't know when we'll record again, but uh, certainly, <laughs> well, oh, it might be August. You never know. Uh, as we wrap up July and probably squeeze in some more family fun time before we get back to the grind. Uh, but get better, man. Get better, and we'll see you in a little bit. Actually, uh, one of my favorite things, honestly, real quick, I love the fact that Game of Thrones is back. And so, Mark, this one's for you. Mark really has grayscale, and he's <laughs> he's somewhere in he's somewhere in the Citadel, probably probably cleaning bedpans. Oh, or at least filling them. <laughs> Uh, anyway, I'm just <laughs> kidding about pledge, yeah. I know, dude. I'm so I'm so happy that Game of Thrones is back. Are you freaking kidding? That is like, that makes me so happy. And yes, yes. The Peter Ding. <laughs> Peter. Wait a second. Wait a second. What? <laughs> Close enough. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> we'll we'll end that line of commentary. Um, also in Mark's honor, uh, <laughs> during the debut and the premiere of Game of Thrones, uh, Pornhub traffic plummeted. So I love this headline from Maxim. Congrats on your restraint, everyone. <laughs> uh, they had a I hu- was working. Yeah, they had a huge dip, man. They had yeah, a huge. Yeah, you were working all right. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. He's probably like he's probably like man. Pornhub is so fast right now. This is great. <laughs> <laughs> yes. We want cookie. Yeah, we know you did. <laughs> One measly cookie, something to eat that is round and orange. <gasps> cookie. <laughs> that's about right. That's pretty. I, you know, I'm so glad I looked up the Cookie Monster soundboard, that's dude. That's phenomenal. that's pretty great. Uh, oh, 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 yes. And a salute, uh, salute o'clock to uh, Raising Glass to the end of LeBron's time in Cleveland. No, he has one more year. But uh, certainly, uh, he, I hate to break it to all you Cavs fans. That dude's out of there <laughs> after this year. Going to happen. But uh, Raising Glass to the Golden State Warriors. Hell of a three-year run. Championship, 73 wins. Obviously, they lost to LeBron in the finals that year but and the Cavs. And, and then rebounding this year, bringing Durant in. And holy moly, what what just that great run through the playoffs. So certainly the Warriors, man, raising a glass to them. Uh, hell of a job, guys. 
Uh, and then, I don't know, man. Like, what else should we raise a glass to? Not Kirk Cousins and the Redskins um, getting a contract done. I can't raise a glass to that. Um, although, uh, well, I do like the Roger Bruce Allen. It's Kurt Cousins. Yes, Kurt. Way to go. Uh, it's just it's just his accent. You know what kind of accent we have? We have the beer accents. When we stumble and bumble, <laughs> Andre Garud, Gerard Rood. Um, you know, we blame the a- 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 alcohol. I don't know what, what uh, <laughs> Alan's excuse is. I'm not sure. Maybe he found uh, homeboys that was fired in the uh, McLuhan's. Yeah, McClellan, maybe McClellan. Maybe he found McClellan's supply. M- McClellan, McLuhan. Yeah, one of those things. This is, uh, here's actually that snippet. The volume might be a smidge low. Kurt, 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 Kurt. <laughs> it, it, does, it almost sounds like Curtis and one of them, but I think that's just a bad edit. But uh, it's just weird. The whole thing with Kirk Cousins is just, is just strange. Um, and we'll certainly touch on that, too. But uh, I figured since we're rallying back up, man, why not talk about some of our favorite things or least favorite things uh, coming back in? And then I think we can tie a bow on some NBA chatter, some NFL chatters. Kirk Cousins, obviously. Uh, that seems to be the story du jour. And a lot of people have asked you know, uh, us about that. And so, we'll, you know, we'll weigh in on that. But, I mean... <laughs> He's he's not going anywhere, <laughs> at least not this year, unless they decide to trade that dude. And I think it's a little late in the game for that. So, so yeah, Shannon, I tell you what, man, what's uh like? I don't know. Give me one of your favorite stories, dude. Uh, well, I'm gonna actually gonna go uh, pat myself on the back here. Actually, won the cornhole tournament at our uh, pool. I will tell you, it, it involves beer. Shocker. Shocker, and not that kind of shocker. <laughs> well. so uh play the first game win it pretty easily second game a little bit of a struggle but we win third game I, i'm going against the ringer dude and they freaking just roll us i mean it's like 21 to 4 like dude just just crushed me like he's doing trick shots on me so i'm like all right I haven't hit my beer curve yet, and Randy, you know about that. A beer curve is important, man, in bowling and in cornhole, dude. That, so, that is no joke. Next game, I hit my third beer, and right before we rematched the team for the championship because we had to beat them twice, I freaking chugged a beer before the next game and then went to my fifth one, and then I was just in that sweet spot. Dude, freaking took the fifth or took that game, the first one, like twenty one eighteen, and then that last game, dude, freaking just rolled them fools. Nice one nine, but it's all because of beer. It's all because of beer. Be- it is all because of beer. It is. It truly is. It's the beer curve, man. I really thought you were gonna you, you were gonna lead off your favorite stories the cocaine cookie monster <laughs> that's well, that's really where i thought you were gonna go well here's the, here's the right. deal that is one of my, cookie monster is like my all-time favorite like any almost any character i didn't I, you know that's funny i, I did not know that because like all he does is eat cookies like who who else like i would love to do that all day like <laughs> i would hang out with him just to eat cookies dude i mean who else gets to do that now, what starts with the letter C? Well, cocaine. That's a loaded question right there. <laughs> Cookie does, but unfortunately, Cookie Monster in Florida, you were caught with another thing that starts with C. <laughs> <laughs> 
cocaine. Who the hell has some cocaine in a Cookie Monster, dude? Like, like <laughs> how you going to make Cookie Monster an accomplice oh, man. for your drug ring? <laughs> That's like, pretty messed who up. Do, who Cookie does that? With C. Let's think of other things that starts with C. Uh, uh, who cares about other things? C, C is, is for, for cocaine. They hid it all in me. <laughs> me have question for you. Cocaine. Maybe. <laughs> oh, bye. Yeah, anyway. C is for cocaine. That's terrible. Oh, my goodness. What's up? So, so, what happened to the dude? I mean, obviously, they had to lock him up, but I mean, like. I don't know, man. Like, yeah, He's awaiting trial. Like. How are you gonna do that for Cookie Monster? I didn't man? know they should they have an episode of Sesame Street where they get Buck Cherry on there. You know what I mean? Oh, good lord! How great would that be? I just I just remember the Family Guy episode with Cookie Monster when he's in rehab. <laughs> mm-hmm. That was a good episode. <sighs> I don't, the only thing is. I think the the thing I see most frequently is the uh, is the is the one for brushing your teeth. That's what we, we play that a lot. And uh, Shannon, did you do you ever do that? I, I play that song. Uh, over here, hold on. I'll I'll, t- I'll let you know. Brushy brush, brush those teeth. That'll that'll pull. That'll get it. Here, hold on. <laughs> brushy brush. Okay, yeah, there it is. Oh Jesus Christ! Yeah. Oh, you hadn't seen this one before? <laughs> no, I had. Yeah. Brushy brush. Mm-hmm. So this this is a uh, pretty consistent jam in our house in the evening. Bruno Mars? Yeah, it was. Yeah, yeah. They got a lot of people in this one. Uh oh. I would think it would be so hilarious if we got hit for a copyright infringement violation for playing Sesame Street. I shouldn't joke about that, by the way. What do you mean? It's on YouTube. We just like, uh, no, I know, it. I know. We just found it on a website. That'd be pretty funny, though. What happened to you guys? Sesame Street got us. <laughs> We're talking about balls one minute. <laughs> the next thing you know, we had brushy brush, and then balls, was... cocaine, and then brushy brush. And then what do you want? So. That spelled the end. Uh, now, now me ask another question. That's right. Thank you, Cookie Monster. <laughs> Do you have cookies? No, Shannon ate them all. Sorry. Yes. <laughs> anyway. Because C is for cookie. It's not for cocaine. Good enough for me. C is for cocaine. It's good enough for me. <laughs> <laughs> wow, that hurts my throat doing that, man. <laughs> oh, my God. Ugh. I'm just glad Shannon didn't follow that statement up with a that's what she said. <laughs> anyway. Uh, Yikes. Yeah, anyway. All right. So uh, so that's your favorite story. You need to stop that or that song's going to get stuck in my head. Good. No. Somebody should have played this for you. <laughs> You've been better off. I found this too interesting. Shut up, dick. <laughs> Did we give props to Roger uh, Federer? Uh, we, 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 oh, we do have to give some props to uh, the Fed, man. Uh, this is what we used to joke around about uh, Golf McGolferson and Teddy Tennyson. 
that was a, a long running joke, which I think we haven't really broken out with any frequency in a while. Yeah. But we would do like the occasional golf update or the occasional tennis update, that kind of deal. And, th- and that was legit. But uh, yeah, now we have to give some dap, man, uh, some appreciation for uh, Federer, dude, uh, running the table at Wimbledon. Um, not dropping a set and it, it was just great to see him do that i, I know that um people were given is it silic i think that's uh, how you pronounce that guy's name yeah. uh they gave him a lot of grief <coughs> for the tears but guy had a foot injury he was getting his ass handed to him i mean that that's an emotional way to go out but uh you know i mean it's like anything that you, you know you got pl- to the final win i know dude. i like, know get, get, seriously people come on i mean federer was just a beast who was he playing where it was, was like it, the the match went on like forever? Like I, I was watching part of it and then we had to do something. And I was like, oh, man, I'm going to miss that. And it was like two hours later and that damn thing was still going. It was like a five and a half hour match, I think. It, it was ridiculous. A three set match that went five and a half. Like, I mean, it, it was it was cr- I think it was like five and a half hours, man. I got to look that up now. That's Here, crazy. hold on. Five hour match Wimbledon. <laughs> I could sw- I could swear it was like five hours, dude. Maybe I'm wrong about that. I was going to say, which year? Cause <laughs> yeah. Uh, whoops. My bad. That wasn't Federer. Nadal. Here, hold on. Oh, because that fifth game went like forever, didn't it? Yeah, I said Federer, but I, I was mistaken. Rafa Nadal. There you go. Yeah. Nadal and, and Mueller or Mueller or whatever. There, there's, yeah, there's the alcohol pronunciation again. <laughs> anyway. That match, that was beast, dude. That's my bad for saying Federer was doing that one. That, that's total, that's on me, man. But it's, it's been a couple of weeks. Sorry, I didn't have the, like I said, Teddy Tennyson, man. <laughs> we didn't have all that pulled up. But either way, <laughs> that was hella fod. That was hella fod. That was a beast. But, you know, again, uh, I just, you know, dap and respect and props to Federer yeah. for, for busting that out um, at his age. I think it's really cool. And then, uh, you know, yeah. And then the other thing was that, I don't know if you guys saw that. I, I sent a tweet out with it. But there was this Wimbledon fan that, yeah, you know, I, I guess he was saying something from the stands, and uh, Kim Clijsters and they were doing a doubles match, and they ended up bringing that dude out, <laughs> and he put on he put on like an outfit, and he was trying to return some of the serves. He was atrocious, of course, uh, but he's a rather uh, uh, girthy fellow. He looks like he goes to Scott's Edition quite a bit. You know what I'm saying? He drinks some beer, and he was a good sport about it. He, so. He's at the pub a lot. Yeah, he looks like he's at the pub a lot. Uh, but I thought that was great because it's, you know, sometimes I think people are so sensitive these days. Sometimes you, you have things and people talk, you, they say a little something and then it turns, it's like butthurt alert, womp, 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 you know, <laughs> four alarm fire and everybody's just hating on everybody. So occasionally it's nice when there's a story like that where it's like good natured fun, you know what I mean? And everybody can kind of laugh and have a good time with it. And I thought that was, I thought that was really enjoyable. And he just, he struggled like a champ trying to return um, Kleister serves. <laughs> it was well, terrible. Dude, she's got like one of the hardest serves, man. So I mean, it's it's he got the first one, but like after that, it was it was uh, whiff city. So you telling me Kleister knows knows how to handle those balls? You said well, balls. That's for you. I'll tell you what though. What? It, hey, you know it is tennis. You know what he was thinking? Hold on, hold on. Watch this. It is tennis. Hey, where are the white women at? <laughs> just, <laughs> just say it. Go ahead. But his thought at that point in time. Two chicks at the same time, man. Yeah. <laughs> it was doubles. It was doubles. <laughs> it was doubles. <laughs> you sure it wasn't um, <sighs> double dong? 
Oh lord. Put some weight on and everything and do do do. That's our beloved. That's our beloved fail horn. <laughs> Runs right that's ahead. Shannon. What's up? <laughs> that's Shannon. No, that's Shannon. That was yeah, not Leroy Jenkins. No, no. Well, that time it was you, bro. That time it was you. But yeah, no, that that part was great. So, anywho, oh, we really just talked about tennis. No. Teddy Tennyson, man. It's Teddy Tennyson. Teddy Tennyson. There you go. That's for you, Mark. Apparently, we, he had some cocktails at Wimbledon since he forgot who played in that super duper long match. <laughs> what do you want? But <laughs> what are you gonna do? Hey, it's summer, man. It's all I know. About the cocktails. I know it is, man. So yeah. But what, what is Federer? Thirty five? Thirty six? Seven. 35? Oh man. Either way, freaking fantastic. So kudos. Uh, raise, so we'll raise a glass. Kudos to you, friend. Enjoy that. Hopefully, we wish you success at the uh, U.S. Open. Mm. I did not know that Nadal and Federer have never met at the U.S. Open. That's uh, good news. So, who knows? Maybe, because I think Nadal won the French without dropping a set, right? Uh, he's done it before. I don't know if he won. I'm, I'm pretty sure that Federer just did Wimbledon without dropping dropping a set, and I, I could swear Nadal won the French Open without dropping a set. I mean, Nadal is ridiculous on clay. So. Yeah, yeah. Well, I mean, that that's... Yeah, yeah. there it is. Boom. So, who knows? Maybe we'll uh, maybe we'll get that. That'd be kind of fun. So, And Twitter, as always, was just uber mean and unnecessarily cruel. That dude about his foot. He doesn't need a trainer. He just needs a hug. That's pretty funny. Okay, where should we go? I think Teddy Tennyson needs to go back to the stands. Well, did uh, Randy and Matt give us their story? Their oh, all stories? right. Uh, so, Randy, what's your favorite story, man? What's your favorite moment from, well, from the, well, for you, I guess, the last two months? Well, it's just funny because it's like I'm a Mets fan and a 49ers fan, so I don't have, any, I don't have anything to be happy about there. No, but, probably not. Uh, I would say, and since I'm not huge on basketball, it's like, eh. But I would say probably the story that I enjoyed the most yeah. was uh, Conor McGregor's suit. For the, during the press tour, yeah, Floyd that, Mayweather. That was pretty funny. I got. I don't know what that fight's gonna be. I, I, no clue. But McGregor's suit when they zoomed into the pinstripes and it just says "fu." That yeah. I got to admit that was hilarious. That was clever. Um, that that's a new le- that's a that's a whole. Oh man, I don't want to autoplay squat. Man, get out of my face. My freaking bleacher report doing it too. Get out of my face with that. Uh, where's Sam Jackson when you yeah, need where him? Yeah, where is Sam Jackson when you need him? You know where Sam Jackson is? I got him right here. Yeah. Shut the fuck up! That's right. There you go. Bleacher <laughs> Report going Leroy Jenkins on me, man. Come on. Anywho. I, 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 Shannon, actually, I'm going to give you... <laughs> Shannon does not want to talk about McGregor Floyd or LeVar Ball. <laughs> <laughs> so I hope, I hope that LeVar Ball... Is in the corner for somebody at the at the McGregor Floyd fight. That would be awesome. I ain't spending a dime. <laughs> <laughs> Nothing. Nothing. It, by the Dean way, did, Wormer knows how much I'm zero point zero. Um, I do think it's like super random that they still they still sell standard definition pay per view. They do. Yeah, yeah. You can buy the fight in HD or SD, and it is cheaper if you buy it in SD. Yeah, by like what ten bucks? I, or I don't know. Or at least that's what it used to be. Yeah, I don't know. What but it is. You, I'm just like, who still does that? Who does? Who does, who does that? that? Who if you has can, time? Look, to me, I'm like, if you can, and outside of this country, maybe it's a different deal. But like in the United States, dude, it's like 
if you can afford a hundred bucks for a pay per view, you probably can get an HD TV. You know what I'm saying? It's yeah. okay. Go ahead and go ahead and get rid of it. Unless you're just like, oh, the stream's going to be better. Well, dude, the pay per views are so expensive anymore. It's not even worth. Yeah. It. Well, I guess that that's when you have a viewing party, right? Yeah, and you yeah. charge like five dollar admission or whatever. Yeah, but no, that that's legit. That's a good pull, Randy. That's a good pull. That suit was bananas. I wonder how much he had. I don't. I haven't seen how much that suit cost, but that had to cost him a little chunk of change to get that. That's a riot. Well, let's see if the good old internet may have that amount on there. You never Damn know. it, Bleacher Report. <laughs> You're fired, Bleacher Report. <laughs> I'm just going to close that out. Yeah. Oh, everybody. Here's like a random aside. Um, while you're looking that information up, Randy. So yeah, one of my, one of my favorite things that uh, I've received in the past year, but my sister gave me a Yeti cup, and uh, dude, it keeps ice like an absolute champ. So I wouldn't normally buy. I mean, I think it's like a twenty eight or thirty dollar cup. It's crazy, but it keeps stuff like legit cold like a crazy amount of time. So like, I totally like <laughs> anybody's like, what is it? I'm like, it's a Yeti. It's worth it. You only need like two. You don't need more than that. Uh, but they're fantastic, right? But I love, I love, 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 love. This made me laugh and laugh and laugh. Because I think most of our lives, we've probably dealt with coolers more like this as opposed to the Yetis. <laughs> and so there's a company, <coughs> and they're called shittycoolers.com. <laughs> S-H-I-T-I. And so they sell these stickers and shirts. And it's like, you can just like stick shitty on your cooler. <laughs> and it's just great. They have one sticker that says Saturdays are for getting shitty. <laughs> At, again, S-H-I-T-I. It's, it's shittycoolers.com. Those guys... Those guys and gals, that company, they crack me up. They have some really, really funny stuff. So you can find them on Facebook. Uh, you certainly go to their website, too. If you haven't seen that yet, man, go check out Shitty Coolers. Because <laughs> <laughs> Lord knows, I don't know about y'all, I've had my share of them. <laughs> uh, yeah. I probably need some stickers to put on some stuff. So uh, did you find any uh, additional information about that suit, Randy? No, that just all it says is custom made, and I'm seeing all the Twitter posts about how yeah. everybody wants one of these suits. Yeah, well, somebody's going to make some money off of that for sure. Uh, kind of a hoot. All right, Whitfield, what you got a favorite story? Thanks for that insight. That was great. You got a favorite story, and it disconnects. Actually, <laughs> Skype. That's my favorite story of the night too. You're right. <laughs> Thank you. Shut up. That was pretty fantastic. Thanks for that quality no, feedback. Oh, I'm sorry. Did I break your concentration? No, you didn't break my concentration. All right, so what's your favorite story, man? I think my favorite story was I was really NBA trades for the most part. I was really impressed that the Rockets had to send seven people for Chris Paul. Uh, NBA trades are so weird because they have, how they have to like match money and stuff. They get well, I know, they get crazy I know, complicated. Seven players. That's a lot. I mean, That's you got lot. that, and then you got Paul George getting traded to OKC. Yeah, for a one year rental. Well, no well, one saw that coming. No, that that was no a surprise. That, that was a surprise. Um, I, I mean, the Lord knows I mean, there were so many rumors with with George about where it would go, and I, that that OKC surprised me. But who knows? Maybe he'll be happy there. Maybe he'll like it. You never know. I think He's I think easy money here. easy money still says he goes. You know, he sounds to the Lakers, but we'll see. So does LeBron. I know. I, I know Shannon and I were talking about that earlier, and I, I just 
I wouldn't be shocked if he ended up there. I mean, he's got he, he has a fair amount of hardware, um, and they look like they certainly. I mean, you know, I'm, I'm a Magic Johnson fan. I think he he usually has a pretty good feel for a lot of stuff, uh, and I think he wants to inject a little bit of the Showtime back into Lakers. Uh, certainly has done a good job of kind of hyping and selling what they're doing. Uh, it, again, it's it's early, and the summer league stuff was fun. You know, Lonzo Ball made some. I mean, certainly had some nice passes. Uh, you know, getting rebounds and kicking it down the court. I mean, he did. He had some nice stuff. Uh, but you know, you have to temper expectations because you know it's the summer league, Shannon. It's the summer league. It's all rookies. So uh, you know, <laughs> once you get regular season and you get NBA level, you know, like legit starting, deep, you know, defenders and players, we'll find out because the game speed is going to change. It but re- it just reminds me of the line from. Um Pulp Fiction, where they think that they're gonna, where they're like, oh my gosh, can we actually get away with this? And the wolf's like, well, let's not go so- start sucking each other's dicks quite yet. Whoa, Shannon! <laughs> <laughs> Who is your daddy, and what does he do? But, like, Howdy, stranger. Don't, yes. Don't count your chickens before they're hatched. I <laughs> know, oh, man. Great day. But I'm just trying to put a a, a movie quote to it. Uh, no, no, I, I, <laughs> good job. Of all the ones you were gonna like break out, I certainly wouldn't have expected that. Yeah, it's Sam Jackson and he's in his Pulp Fiction outfit on the. There you go, <laughs> steaming ahead tonight. You are Leroy Jenkins. Uh, <laughs> in the Shannon <black>. Jenkins. <laughs> she is for cocaine. Yeah, it's good enough for me. I know, man. So I think Shane might be on some cocaine over there. No, uh, just uh, he just has he just has some beers. Um, so I, I guess realistically, though, again, it's summer league. I didn't watch any games. I didn't watch any games. Yeah. I did watch highlights, and I thought he made. Dude, he's got he's got a nice touch, man. There's no doubt about that. And I think what you want to see your general impression is you, is you want to look at somebody like that coming in where they took him. With all the pressure, all the hype, all the stuff with his dad for that organization, and look like he has skills and legit is going to translate to the NBA that level, and so it, I mean, he looked good. It's a good start. It's a, it's a good it's start. It's on the shoes. <clears throat> yeah, it's and on the not shoes. Big brand. <clears throat> well, he wore he wore a little bit of everything, so uh, you know it, it looked good. I think that that's a good reason to feel optimistic. I don't. I mean, who knows how good the Lakers are going to be this coming season? I don't know how relevant that is. I think it's really more about his development, the team's development, and, and you know what they do with the roster and where they go. So, you know, summer league was fun, good for them. He was, I think he was, if I remember correctly, he was the MVP of the summer league, even though he didn't play in the championship yeah, game. Um, but you know, uh, once we get to the regular season, we're going to find out a lot. But and I was, you know, again, this is one of those things where I was hoping Mark was going to be on the night because I really wanted to see uh, what his impressions were. And uh, uh, if he had watched any of that, but uh, one thing I do think is 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 very real is Magic Johnson definitely cranking the hype train a little bit and and putting the pressure on there to say, hey man, step it up. You know, looking at the Raptors, talking about all that stuff, high expectations. And I'll say this: um, <coughs> that market, those expectations don't seem to bother uh, Lonzo at all. You know, I think he's as, as far as being able to handle the limelight and the stage, I don't think he's phased by that. So really it's no. just a matter of learning the game, learning the the NBA level, um, and executing it at that level. If he does that, man, there you know, he he's gonna have some success. Uh so I, I like uh I like a little bit of that pressure. I'm glad he appears to be able to handle that. Uh we'll see how that unfolds. But yeah, I would not be shocked if 
uh, LeBron ends up going to the Lakers. Uh, I know that sounds weird to say that at this point, but uh, he's going to have pull. <clears throat> and that's the thing you always have to remember. Anywhere LeBron goes, he's going to be able to bring people with him and help kind of set the stage. Uh, obviously, he would be in the back end of the back stretch of his career, but I don't expect him. I, does, any, does anybody expect him to stay in Cleveland at this point? No. Like past, I mean, after this year. I don't think no. so. <laughs> I mean, I just. Unless, unless Carmelo. That's eh, about I, I still don't know that that's going to that, happen. That ship has sailed, I think. I, I don't I, th- even though I do think Carmelo's probably going to end up in either OKC or uh, Houston. It just depends. I th- it, next next summer, like a lot of those guys are going to be free agents, so yeah. that that'll be something to watch. It's, I yeah. mean, just think of it for a second. What? What the line the Lakers could have next year was um, Ball, Clarkson, Paul George, LeBron, and Brandon Ingram. I mean, it, it could be pretty filthy on That's paper. Sick. And on paper, on paper, yeah, on paper, paper. that that appears to be pretty filthy. Uh, although uh, before I forget about it, uh, Shannon and I, and we, uh, Shannon did uh, was a big advocate for this like way back when, and it was it's it's really a shame that the Cavaliers didn't keep Wiggins. Yeah, because he, he would be that yeah. would be such a good piece for that team right now had they kept him. I thought they should have kept him over Love. I mean, I know Love's done some good things for him, but I thought in the long run it would have been worth keeping Wiggins instead of Love. Now, realistically, I mean, look at Minnesota now. I know there, there's some teams. I'm I'm intrigued by the Bucks. I'm intrigued by the Timberwolves. I, I don't quite know what to make of the Wizards. Uh, the Celtics, I, I think, are going to be kind of interesting. Uh, I, I like the, the the Gordon Hayward move, but you know, I I still when I look at the NBA, I'm still like it's the Warriors and probably the Cavaliers at least one more season, and then everybody else. Yeah, you know what I mean. And it, it, it's almost unfat. It's so bizarre to think that we might be looking at them for the fourth time in four years. That seems like a crazy thing. I certainly don't. I don't know that I believe a team in the West has enough. I know Houston's been super aggressive, uh, bringing in Chris Paul. I'm very curious to see how Paul and Harden play together. Uh, how well that works. Um, they're certainly going to have a lot of talent. Um, and, and it's still weird to me to think back to how Harden disappeared uh, at the back end of the playoffs. That's very strange. Um, but I, I mean, that's a lot, man. You know, you you're going to have to be aggressive to try to go after Golden State, right? You're going to have to be. So kudos to Houston for being that aggressive. Right. I don't know how well it plays out. So, are, but are drinks on James Harden or Steph Curry? I think drinks at Steph the Curry. I think drinks at the club are on Harden for sure. <laughs> um, yeah, Curry got paid, and you know what? <laughs> I'm gonna raise a glass to Kevin Durant for being team friendly and being willing to give up some dollars to uh, number one. He made the right move going going to Golden State. He did. He made the right move. He got a lot of grief, a lot of criticism. He took a lot of guff. He handled it, and he stepped up with, in the biggest moments in the finals. Durant was on point. <clears throat> he took all the heat. He took that criticism, and he delivered. That team delivered, but he delivered. He did. And he's wanting to shave off some money to help keep it together. I don't know how long they can possibly keep all those players together. I mean, my God, they might not have a bench at all. <laughs> but... I mean, realistically, I mean, Golden State, right? Two to three year window at from from right now, two to three years, depending on how they can manage that roster and keep people together. But I mean, who is going to take them down? 
I mean, I, I mean, what Nobody else? Does, this year, what, uh, unless it's the injury bug, I'm not sure. Yeah, I mean, that's one of those things you go. Either they got to have some bad breaks, bad injuries, or something screwy has to happen. Again, I like Houston's aggressiveness. I do. But I, I don't know that they're going to have I'm enough. Just, I'm not sold on that backcourt. I'm just not sure how Paul and Harden will um, coexist. That might be more a chemistry thing. You know, it, and it, even then, maybe they can get a game, maybe two. But... It, I mean, who's, you know, like looking at it as we stand, as we sit here, who the hell, who the hell has enough to beat Golden State like four times in a series? I mean, like LeBron is like the one guy that can get through that team, but Cleveland just doesn't have enough. Well, no. They haven't done anything to really. Well, they've tried. I mean, they've tried, but. You know, I mean, it. I mean, again, Golden State. You have to give them kudos because, and, and you have to remember, Green, Curry, Thompson, all drafted by Golden State, right? It's not like that's. You can complain about Durant all you want, but it's not like they just bought people. You know what just, I mean? Just yeah. I mean, and they, they weren't all high draft picks. I mean, I'm not saying they were scraping the bottom of the barrel, but they weren't. It's not like it, they didn't go like a lot. They didn't trust the process like the seventy sixers. You know what I mean? And go full butt suck for several years to draft high, right? You know, they rolled the dice, man, on a lot of those people. They got good value. I mean, it's just, I think it's tremendous. What they built is tremendous from an organizational standpoint. uh, You know, getting Kerr as the coach, the way they've handled a lot of that, the way they built the team, um, and then then got, you know, uh, that extra piece with Durant, which they arguably did not need, but... You know, again, that that's made them super dangerous. I, I just don't know that anybody has it. And not only that, who's going to take Cleveland down? When you talk about the East, you know, what? Maybe the Celtics, maybe the Wizards. What? Like who? The Celtics are talking about going after uh, what's his name from the uh, Anthony Davis. I mean, how are they going to make that work? Oh, they'll find a way. Yeah. Well, I guess they have enough picks. Did y'all uh, see what uh, Peyton Manning said to uh, Durant at the ESPYS? No, what? He pretty much looked at him, and he, he's like, "It's good. It's good to know that you did get a championship this year, because with the final five, you wouldn't have made that team." Oh, he said that in the off season that Durant wanted to join the final five, but then he wouldn't make the team. <laughs> yes. Okay. And then he was that the one they were making I, he, all the memes out of. Yeah, with Durant. So. Okay, yeah, I did not and watch the ESPYS. Yeah, he, then he looked over and then he said, "What do you think, uh, Russell?" Oh, yeah. And he well, there you go. The camera over to Westbrook. Yeah, there you Westbrook, go. Westbrook wanted nothing to do with that. No, well, that's okay. He was like grinning, kind of grinning under well, his. Uh, I, I'm sure. I'm, I'm sure. I'm sure they both knew sure. about it. They just played to the camera at that point in time. Yeah, because uh, Durant's mom was like cracking up. Mm-hmm. So, like, all kidding aside, though, Shannon. Yeah. I mean, realistically, Golden State, Cleveland, at least for this coming season, are we going to end up with them for the fourth time in four years? On paper, right now, yes. Um, I would say Boston. I got to see how Hayward um, integrates with that team. Yeah. Um, I'm not sure he's enough to put them over Cleveland at this point. Uh if Boston can get like one more major piece, there's that opportunity. Yeah. And and look, LeBron's getting older. He's not getting any younger. That's for sure. And he's he's remained relatively healthy his entire NBA career. 
you know so any any time that could change and let's be honest if if he gets hurt cleveland's done oh well if he's hurt see ya you know it's 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 over but um on paper yes i would say cleveland and golden state for a fourth time i mean i'm feeling like we're gonna end up with that and, and let and you know and it's and, not a bad thing. It really isn't. It's just the, the firepower that Golden State has with but Durant. four straight years. Yeah, it's, 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 I know. It's amazing. It's it's monotonous. I mean, it's like that's one. Yeah. I remember when we were talking about in the chat how it seems like you got the two super teams and other teams are trying to build their own super teams just to compete. Well, they have to with well, you. It, it and feel, it's like, it, are we going to get to that point where there's just we have our five or six teams that are just the super teams, and then everybody well, else. Well, I mean, realistically. It feels like AAU ball, like where everybody's just trying to. You know, where's their... the parody? Well, I mean, realistically, though, if we talk about the NFL, we can probably talk about five teams, five to six teams, where in all likelihood you get the Super Bowl winner out of those five or six teams, right? The NBA is five or six teams. In all likelihood, you're getting the NBA, you know, champion out of those five or six teams, well, this, right? I mean, this, when was the last time? When was the last time we really had a team rise up out of nowhere, you know, and storm all the way through? Where you were like, well, they're going to be garbage, and then they were like freaking good. Like, I mean, it, it, obviously the, the ninety nine Rams. Yeah, that's see, I'm thinking uh, Kirk Warner. No, I'm just kidding, <laughs> Kirk, <laughs> Kirk Warner. You know what I mean? You know what I'm saying? Because like that was a nobody expected them to do that, and then they freaking greatest show on turf lit them up for a while. Right, I mean that was crazy. Or the first, the first time when the Patriots, you know, got that done. I mean, when was the last time a team really came out of nowhere and totally surprised you by by winning, you know, the Super Bowl or the NBA Finals? The twenty seventeen eighteen Cleveland Browns, man. <laughs> <laughs> Let me tell you, of all the things that are probable, uh, that is low <laughs> on the list. Give me some later. Uh, yeah, I don't. Yeah, the Brock Osweiler for MVP. I'm a cop, you idiot. <laughs> <laughs> Just like those Baltimore cops that plant stuff and then record it. Just saying. Dummies. Mm. They are dummies. <laughs> you idiot. Yeah, he is an idiot. Uh, anyway, all right. I'll tell you I what, man. Lie, look, I won't lie. Looking back at even like you said, Super Bowls, there really hasn't been. A lot of teams that have come out of nowhere. Well, no, the Ravens did. Well, they, I mean, did they? Well, I mean, no, the Flacco really. Rainbow. They're, okay, well, you got to realize they're always like in the hunt for the. Well, yeah, but, making the playoffs. So at least they're at least they're a solid team. Yeah, I mean, Joe Flacco had a postseason for like football immortality. The age, right? You know what I mean? It, I mean, he's never lived up to that. No, but I mean that run was amazing. But they were a good team. Right, they they were still a they were at least a team that you'd go, hey, they're they're good, they have a shot. That would be like if let's say going forward, <coughs> I mean, I don't know if if the Lions actually got over the hump, like that would be a crazy story to me. You know what I mean? You know, and then then Calvin Johnson would probably be like, man, <laughs> yeah, him and Barry Sanders be like, what the? Thank you, Detroit Lions, for wasting the careers of. <laughs> Barry Sanders and Calvin Johnson, and sucking enough yeah. ass that both of them are like, "No, nah, I'm good. <laughs> I'm, 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 nah, it's cool. I'm gonna hang it up. Peace out." <laughs> mm. You know you're a, tr- a Detroit Lion when, <laughs> yeah, you call it quits early. Yeah, sad. 
Sad, sad, sad. <laughs> There you go. <laughs> <laughs> or as Shannon would say, that he almost looked like Lindy in that like one shot, didn't he? Hold on, wait a second. <laughs> like a little bit. Maybe Dude, that may be like me, Lindy, and someone else in that. Like, like all rolled together. Me, me Lindy, and T Pain, man. It's like right there. It's like the Kearsarge. Yeah, man, that's like, pretty. That's pretty sweet. Lindy, we should have done that, man. We could have had T Pain, you and me, and been on a video. Release the Kraken. C is for Cookie. That's good enough for me. Oh, Cookie, Cookie, Cookie starts with C. Cocaine. Anyway. That's <laughs> <laughs> that's. <laughs> Is it cookie? Yes. I tell you, I tell you what, I tell you what, I tell you what. Let's take a quick break, then we'll come back and we'll deal with Kirk Cousins and Kaepernick and some NFL chatter and some other stupidity and then we'll just get out of here. Oh, uh, <laughs> and uh hopefully while we're taking a break, Ezekiel Elliott doesn't punch anybody in the face. I'm just kidding. I'm just kidding. I'm just kidding. Did did was it actually him? Has that been confirmed? I have Cuz no I saw idea. I saw some stuff where like people are say, he was accused of it, but some people are saying he didn't can't actually find do. anybody. Yeah, I mean, who knows? And by the way, what's up with that ass bag that took Lucky Whitehead's dog? Yeah, you know what? I'm not a Cowboys fan, but screw you, who's who held the dog for ransom? I mean, was was that like a was that supposed to be a joke or is that like a legit thing? No, dude was on vacation, I think, and they stole his dog. I mean, he's a good look at him. Oh, look at Lucky Whitehead's dog. Look at uh, that. Whoever that person is, is definitely a Delta Bravo. Yeah, super, yeah. D- super DB. Seriously, the dog napper has been identified as local Fort Worth, Texas rapper that goes by Bugatti Casino. He clearly isn't successful in his rapping career, considering he's done what he's done. Well, if they know who it is, and they know the dude has the dog, I mean, wouldn't you think a Dallas Cowboys player could get the popos to help him out, and they'd roll up to? What is it, Bugatti Casino? That's a hell of a name. I mean, that sounds like a video game character, a, like in Grand Theft guy, Auto, doesn't it? If you got a guy on your team named Lucky, do you think that man could get some glory hell? Yo, <laughs> I would. I would imagine the answer to that is yes. Uh, I want me some glory. Get off my lawn! Yeah, that too. The dog. Napper. That, Asking for some awesome. ransom money for the dude's dog, man. Come on. Demanding twenty thousand dollars. It's messed up, dude. Yeah. So well, well I'm curious how that ends up playing out. But that's that's like a super asshole move, isn't it? it it's it's a yeah. I'm gonna it's, take it's your dog. Randy, Randy said that's a Delta Bravo. Yeah, that that's that's full on What was our what was our like our full BSC, man? He he gets butt hurt alert, BSC, all anything negative we've ever made up. That's yeah. That's BSE. That guy. Man. That guy's full BSE, man. That's like one hundred BSE. Yes, it's full. That's full B. That's that's so BSE. It's like Cleveland Browns level. Get out of here. That's terrible. Lucky Whitehead stealing that dude's dog. You're a dick. Anyway, <laughs> I mean, who who steals a person's dog? You're anybody out there? If you listen to the sports room, you're a dog thief. F you, Colin McGregor. Suit to you. <laughs> That's what I say. <laughs> That's what I say to you. You're a jerk ass, man. 
Don't mess with people's pets, dude. It's a bad way to go. Anyway, we'll take a break. We'll be right back in just a moment. We're the Sports Ring Finals on iTunes, Stitcher Radio, Podbean. As is our home feed, obviously, on Podbean. Um, all kinds of things, man. Google Play Store, the keywords are sports and brew. You look that up, you're going to find us. And again, as always, if you love beer and you love stupid, well, if you love stupidity, you're probably going to like us. But if you like beer and sports, we do try to have some fun. Uh, give us a shot. Uh, feel free to share it. And uh, yeah, anyway, we'll take a break, stretch our legs for just a moment. We'll come back, wrap up. Uh, Kirk Cousins, NFL thoughts, and some other stuff. And uh, Lord knows the way this night's going, we'll probably play some more Cookie Monster <laughs> before we're done. <laughs> yeah, PSA, man. C is for cookie. It's good enough for me. And brush, brush, brushy, brush. Anyway, I'm the captain. We'll be right back. <laughs> <laughs> All right, man. I had to stretch our legs for a couple of minutes, but we are back. Uh, if you hear any crunching and munching in the uh, backgrounds, because Shannon is totally getting his salsa on, yeah, uh, so I, I had to whip up uh, one of my special concoctions of uh, colon blow <laughs> salsa, um, which Lord knows uh, we may pay the price for that in the morning. Let me pee, let me pee. <laughs> know what I'm saying? Oh yeah. Heck, it might happen during the episode. You never know. <laughs> so what's the BHA level on that? Butt hurt alert? Oh, but it's gonna be a lot of butt hurt. It's off the charts. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's, yeah. Yeah. It might be it might be some ruthlessness up on that on that jobby, man. Don't trust any farts. No. Do not do not. Do not trust the fart. Why not? No! <laughs> Thank you. Lucky <laughs> monster. You don't need to have that one sharding moment. That's nope. right. <laughs> yeah. That that because somebody's gonna be in the bathroom kind of like this. <laughs> what what happened to them? They had Justin salsa. <laughs> That is quite the BHA right there. That's like the literal. That's like the literal Game of Thrones, man. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yo, for real. <laughs> it's like you're just sitting on the throne, like. Uh, yeah. Shannon might shard out a Peter Dinklage. <laughs> I didn't enjoy that video of Peter Dinklage watching that video. Yeah, That's Peter funny. Dinklage watching watching the, his own, the, you know, the first time he heard that song, he was like, they might need to work on the lyrics a little bit. That was pretty funny. <laughs> it was pretty funny. I, I definitely laughed at that. There, you know, the, the good news about the butt hurt alert from, like, the salsa, you might not have much to shake off. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> <laughs> Just saying. That might be a, a say it, don't spray it kind of moment. Oh, so, you know? <laughs> so you're saying all at one time they'll just let it go. Like the whole thing, dude. The whole let it go. Let me poop. Freak free. Definitely can't hold it back anymore. Nope. Can't do that. Can't do it. Can't can't do it. <laughs> you know what? Free. When you can't hold it back. <laughs> Somebody might blow a gland. Yes. <laughs> yeah. 
Oh, I meant to say, because we were talking about Todd, we totally got on, on Salute O'Clock and all this kind of stuff, and I totally forgot uh, to do this for him. So, Todd, I owe you. I owe you. It's my bad. Uh, he was kind enough. I went to uh, went to his store. He works at a, he runs like this bar thing at a Kroger, which is pretty fantastic. <clears throat> and they had, uh, you know, I, I like to go and visit and hang out. And so I took I took Chloe up there with me. I know, it was great. I'm like, here I am taking like, pictures with my kid. I'm taking my 13-month-old and sitting around the bar top. It was really kind of in a grocery store. I mean, we're not at a bar. I mean, we are, but it's at a grocery store. But I like to sample some stuff. And so, I, you know, the beer I'm drinking tonight is actually a blend of two beers that were there. It's the Evolution Number no. 3 IPA and their Number no. 6, which is their double. And I liked the taste of their normal IPA a ton. I liked the smoothness of their Number no. 6, but I liked the flavor and the aroma of the Number no. 3. So I actually asked Todd to do a blend for me, a 50-50 blend of my growler, and he did that. So he went Rod Gardner for he you? He went Rod Gardner. He 50-50'd my growler, dude. Nice. It's pretty fantastic. But the blend of the Evolution number three and number six, it, it's really good. Well played, Mr. Mm-hmm. Tooting. So that is the beer I'm crushing. And, and unfortunately, uh, we've talked so much that my beer actually got warm. That's my own fault, right? Uh, so I had, to, I had to go ahead and top that off with some cold refreshment. There you go. You know, it was muy importante. That's what you got to do. Yeah. Yeah. It was, it was legit. Because, you know, that's another C word. Oh, C is for cookie. And C is for cold beer. That's right. There you go, Cookie Monster. That's right. As long as Cookie Monster does never break out with a see you next Tuesday, I know we're okay. <laughs> if he ever does that, <laughs> I know. I know we're in trouble. You know what I'm saying? That would, that would How be. How would that rhyme? Hmm. I, well, <laughs> punt. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> Uh, anyway, enough of that. We, we we're gonna have to break this out at some point. Dude. This is another reason I'm disappointed. Mark's not here because this would be all. I mean this this is gonna listen. Okay, we were gonna break out Kirk Cousins, but we need to talk about Kirk. But uh, quite frankly, I think this is this is sports brew newsworthy. Yes, and it's uh, an updated version of the thong song. This will be D-Stat's new intro song. We're bringing D-Stat into this. That's right. Oh, just wait. The breakdown's coming. Also true for the salsa. That booty's going to go. <laughs> and if you shard in the thong, man, God help everybody. It ain't, it ain't holding It's so weird to hear that redone that way. I mean, I don't. Did he run out of money? Like what? Dude, he was just at the national not too long ago. Was he? Yeah. Oh man, we should have sent Whitfield there for his fortieth. No. Maybe Whitfield was there. He was. He's just not telling us. Yeah. Yeah. Anyway. So there's the JCY thong song featuring Cisco. So which was better, the original or this one? Uh, you know, it's hard. The original at its time and at its peak, that was so ridiculous. That was it was fun. Again, that's a, a lot of cameos. Yeah, I mean, it was yeah. cheesy. It was ridiculous. It was fun. But 
Like, you know, unless you were too young to remember, like, if you were old enough to kind of remember that and have lived through that, that was a fun. It was a. Th- it, it, it was, was fun. A fun it, summer yeah. song. Yeah. I mean, it was cheesy, of course. All right. And you know, I mean, he had his Pepsi commercial stuff going on. Right. Did he have like silver hair? Yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean? It was Is com- it silver or blonde. Uh, maybe it was platinum I blonde. Know. I think it was like the platinum blonde yeah. stuff. Yeah. <laughs> you know, I mean, it, it, it was fun. I'm not going to say. I mean, no, it's not like. Well, that's great songwriting. I mean, it's not that, but Whatever. catchy, Girls fun, ridiculous. Asses, so. ah, it was it was fun times. Good. It was fun times. Man, some songs are just they're part of their era. That was absolutely one of those. The remake is kind of a, a contemporary take on it, but I don't think that you can replace the original. It's not bad. What? What? Yeah, give me the original, but I mean, I, I'm not opposed to the the remake. Well, I don't, some of the models in this video is not too Well, bad. I mean, <laughs> of course they're going to have good visuals. Yes. What? What? <laughs> yeah. I mean, that's what it's all about is the visuals in both both videos. Yeah. That's good enough for me. Hell yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Thong. Um, Girls and thongs, that's good enough for me. Hello there. <laughs> <laughs> How you doing? <laughs> we want cookie. That's the question, lady. At least he's not a, saying me want pie. I'm especially friends who love. Cookies, <laughs> friends who love cookies so much they play silly guessing games because maybe, maybe just maybe a friend, a very handsome friend who has cookie, will give best best friend who no can live without cookies, give that best friend a cookie. But if friendship means nothing, oh, you should like play that and do like Cookie Monster like. There you go. Is it cookie? Do you have cookies? Yeah. Maybe. Cookies. Cookies. B is for booty. That's yeah. good enough for me. <laughs> well played, Mr. Giles. That's awesome. He gets the A. a Randy, you get an A for the day. At least, you, at least, I was waiting for Whitfield to go. A is for asshole. <laughs> C is for that's good enough for me. If he had done that, I would have been like, well, D is for dickhead. I mean, I don't, I don't know where I we mean, would have gone. P Actually, is, P is for pussy, so, I mean. <laughs> Whoa! Whoa, that's a whole new level. Whole, B is for balls. You said. Yes. Sorry. Balls. And quite frankly, well, look, yeah, F, no. is for, F, F is S for fail horn. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, I didn't mean uh, that. Or as Bill O'Reilly would say, F is for fuck that. No. We'll do it live! Fuck it! <laughs> do it live! I'll write it and we'll do it live! <laughs> Fucking thing sucks! 
<laughs> oh man. Wow. Uh, Bill O'Reilly talking we'll about the sports okay. we'll, just, we'll do it live. Fuck it. Thanks, Bill. <laughs> Dick. Uh, anyway. Mm. Thanks, Chewie. Yeah. Well, I didn't know that segment two would lead off with that bag of crap. See, yes, we're See. cousins. Yeah. It's not good enough for the Redskins. Apparently not. All right, so let's go ahead and talk about this Kirk Cousins deal. So, obviously, the Redskins did have at least they made an offer to him. Um, I do like the story that like they never countered it, and it was just like, you know, it, it's one of those things. I, I was looking at the Redskins board, and somebody was like, "Just start Sudfeld the whole year," and it's like, dude. No, that's not going to happen, man. <laughs> They're not going to start McCoy unless something happens to Cousins. They're not going to start Sudfield unless something like legit happens to Cousins, okay? Um, this is one of those things that I just, you have to wonder, I'm not saying it is, but you have to wonder if there's if it's just a, a, like a toxic relationship between Cousins and the front office and Snyder and Allen. Okay, maybe it is, maybe it's not. I don't know. I think the speculation and the, and the having the conversation is important. It is relevant. Um, did they make a reasonable offer to him? I think there's a question about the guarantees on the back end of the contract. And look, whether whether you like Kirk Cousins or not, I'm talking to you both when I know you hate that guy. Um, mm-hmm. And I've seen a lot of people say, oh, well, F Cousins, man. He's not taking that. Screw him, blah, blah, blah. Look, Cousins dealt with a lot of grief uh, and like non, <laughs> for lack of a better way to put this, that they were knob slobbers for RG three. Yep. Okay. <laughs> they were right. They were. Yeah. They were. They were all over RG 3s jock. And look, man, that rookie year, we uh, anybody that followed the Redskins rode that train, man. I totally understand it. Okay. Oh, yeah. I totally understand it because that guy looked like he was asc- he's going to ascend to like ridiculous NFL stardom, and he's fallen off the map. Injuries are part of that. Uh, ego was part of that, um, but the ascension of Robert, of Griffin and then his crash and burn, the guy that was there to pick up the pieces uh, on some level was Kirk Cousins. Okay, he was. And that team has defensive deficiencies that are a legitimate problem. Uh, you know, and look, he has his flaws, and people will point to the Panthers game last year, the Giants game last year, when they just had to win a – I think they just had to win one game to essentially cement a playoff position. They didn't do it, and he played poorly. All right? The, the team as a whole, the defense was crap last year. So, yeah. you know, it, and it was. The defense was crap. The run game was pretty marginal. They had a couple of moments, but the run game wasn't great. Uh, the defense certainly wasn't good. Uh, and Kirk Cousins, I think when you talk about his development as a player, you know, t- <laughs> part of this is paying for what he can be. I don't know if he's hit his ceiling yet. That's a fair fair part of the conversation maybe he has some people think he has um he doesn't have a great deep ball that's what she said you no know, he yeah mm-hmm. he doesn't he doesn't have a fantastic deep ball i understand that okay and by the way yeah you said balls i i, I did shannon yes i did you're right sorry you said balls and again for shannon <laughs> um, you know, I, I like Cousins. I do. I think he's been a stable guy in a, in a relatively dysfunctional organization, kind of this post-RG3 uh, era. And he, for the most part, he said the right thing. He hasn't been flawless. He hasn't been perfect, kind of like his game. But he's been a steady hand. 
He's executed the offense fairly competently, and I, his progression as a player has been legitimate. Um, good numbers if you talk fantasy football. He's been productive, but it, again, you know, you you blur the lines between fantasy production and real world stuff. And I think most of us real world say, you know what? Give me wins. You know, I don't, if you win ugly, you win ugly. But give me wins. Don't win Tebow ugly. <laughs> Not that ugly. Oh, but, gosh. you know, win some games, be productive, and deliver when it matters. And so you have – if, if you want a fault find with Cousins, you can. But part of the issue with the Redskins and Cousins is, and Cousins is that, quite frankly, the Redskins have been relatively dysfunctional for a probably the majority of Dan Snyder's tenure as owner. Okay, you've had front office turmoil, you've had organizational turmoil, you've had GM turmoil. At that, I mean, obviously with McLuhan getting ousted from there, that's continued on some on some on some level. You've got Allen, you know, his press conference making it sound like he's calling him Kurt Cousins. It's weird. Maybe that's just an accent. Maybe people are just harping on that. Doesn't matter. But it, it's just it, it's an odd thing that's going on with them. My take on it, quite frankly, is that they misplayed their hand a couple of years ago when they could have said, hey, Kirk, you know what? You're our guy. It didn't work out with RG3. Let's go ahead and give you some contractual love. We'll commit to you for a period of time, pay you, and roll. They didn't do that. They rolled the dice. Cousins has totally maximized his leverage several times over, and we'll see what they do this year and next year. Could they franchise him again? Yeah, but, I mean, it'd be like $34 million, which is a lot of money. An obscene amount of money to top for the guy. I mean, it, it, you you have to wonder on some level, does he want to be there? Here's the thing: like the first year, I understand it, right? Like it's the hey, if you earn it, let's we'll we'll go long term. Mm-hmm. But they didn't. Like I I don't know. Like franchise quarterbacks do not grow on trees. They don't. No, I asked Cleveland, ask the L.A. Rams. You know, ask Houston, for goodness sakes. Ask the 49ers. Ask the 49ers. I mean, like, franchise quarterbacks don't grow on trees, man. Like, I'm not saying that, like, Kirk is, like, the one of the top five quarterbacks in the game. He's not. But he's solid. He's a solid choice. Build around the guy. You know, do your best. Build around the guy. Give yourself a chance. I mean, like, Dallas, for years, only took offensive linemen in the first round. And you know it killed Jerry Jones, but it has paid off big time. Yeah. Because they have such a great line, and then they got Zeke and Dak now, and, and all because of that line. Which, you know, on some hand, some of it's luck. Some of, some of the stuff with the NFL is, is building. Some of it's luck. Some of it's, you know, health. I mean, there's a lot of things that go into that, right? I mean, to be fair, but... The organizations that consistently win and are consistently competitive have an organizational vision. They have an identity, right? And they build towards that. Okay, every once in a while you do get something that's a little bit ruthless. You go, man, I can't believe they, they didn't pay this player. They cut this player. I mean, you know, New England from time to time, they get they get out from under a contract or they, they wave bye-bye to somebody and you're like, oh, that's a shame. Well, yeah. But, you know, they, they do a, probably the best job in the NFL of, of keeping balance on their team and then having, uh, you know, knowing what they want their identity to, to be and then going after it. But they also know who's – I mean, Tom Brady obviously is a cornerstone piece for them, right? But that's the thing. When you have certain cornerstones, you build around them. And I think part of the issue here is that, to me, 
Um, I, I think it's fair to state that it doesn't appear that Snyder and Allen view Cousins as a cornerstone player, so they're not willing to pay him that way. They're willing to go year by year with the franchise thing because they don't really have a lot of choice at the moment, uh, and they have the cap room that they can get away with that a little bit right now. At some point, that's going to be cost prohibitive. Next year, you know, it's going to be a lot. Could they do it? I, th- I think that last time, if I remember, the cap's supposed to go up ten million next year. I might be a little bit off. That might be a, a bit of a crude number. So they can probably absorb it. But one of the things that does is it limits their ability to do other things and to build other parts of the team, depending on what they identify as needs mm-hmm. and how they want to approach free agency. It does hurt them. All right. It used to be, and I think this is realistic. Teams view the the Redskins as the oh, we're, I'm going to go here. I'm going to get paid. Right. You know what I mean? Plenty of people did that. Looking at you, uh, Fat Albert, and certainly looking at waste of roster space, Donovan F. and McNabb. You didn't even have to bring that <laughs> dickhead up. Freaking Donovan uh, McNabb, dude. Shit. Here we go. There yeah. you go, Chris. Yeah. Choke on a can of Campbell's chunky soup, ass bag. Um, <laughs> <laughs> Waiting on that text from Sarah. Keep it quiet. Shh. She's going to be like, shut up, Justin. God bless Donovan McNabb. Who brought that up? <laughs> Why are you so loud? <coughs> it's probably gonna happen, but you know I mean, they, they've made their. Me, mm-hmm. For me, when you think franchise quarterback, you think Brady, Wilson, Rogers, and you, you just don't think of that when you think Cousins. But in another another part, <clears throat> I, I really on mine, it's like a second marriage. You're gonna be a little bit gun shy the second time around because they gave up three number ones and a two. For Griffin, and it backfired. Right, but they didn't so, have to give anything else up for Cousins. They have him. No, I, they, I mean, I get what no, you're saying, I know, but, I I but get he's... It, I get it, I get it, I get it, but... Understood, but, like, he's like a second-tier, like, franchise quarterback, and what I'm saying is, is, listen, you, you don't have one of the top five, top seven guys. I understand that. But still, like, give your team the best chance to succeed. Like with a second tier guy, build around him. But they can't build around him if they keep on paying him thirty. If they're going to pay him thirty-four well, million next if, year, if they the, drafted well, they could. But who's to say that's going to happen? I mean, Trent Dilfer won a Super Bowl for God's sake. Yeah, but that was a team that was carried by the defense, right? You know, exactly. And, and the, the Redskins' defense has been mostly terrible for a long period of time. And, and, and it's a team that's got some pieces. I mean, they're not the Redskins are not devoid of talent. Right, they're not. You know, I, I like the prior signing. I'm intrigued by that. I think Deshaun Jackson was a little too much money for what he probably is at this point in his career in the context of the team. And again, Kirk Cousins doesn't have a great deep ball. Deshaun Jackson was is kind of wasted with Cousins, uh, other than him sucking coverage up. You know, Garcon, I think they're going to miss a little bit only because he picked up some tough yards. But you know, they, they've got Where some. Where did y- he go to? Garcon, San Francisco, yeah, San Fran. Okay. Well, so he's mm-hmm. gonna he's gonna disappear out there. <laughs> yeah, but uh, but you know you know what he'll do in San Fran though he'll block. You know what I mean? Garcon, I think is is, is, is can complement multiple offensive styles. So I think they're gonna miss him a little bit. But you know, for what he costs relative to what he is, they weren't willing to overpay. They weren't willing to overpay for Jackson. They weren't willing to overpay for Garcon. Um, and they're they're clearly not willing to overpay long term for Cousins. Yeah, they're now they're they're gonna song, the, the thing that's messed up is depending on how long they play this franchise game, they will have ended up paying Cousins way more than they would have had they been you know had they had the foresight and the organizational attitude 
to go ahead and say, you know what? Um, we know we had a dumpster fire with the end of RG three. Essentially, had you know a guy that threw the his, his, you know teammates under the bus, coaches under the bus. You had an implosion there. Um, there's a lot that went wrong at the end of RG 3s time, and you can make arguments about what he could have been, and maybe his growth or his relationship with Shanahan. But you know the Shanahan's kind of tailored that offense to what his strengths were. They did a good job of that. Uh, Kyle, we're going to find out a lot about Kyle had some success, obviously with, uh, the Falcons, but him being a head coach in San Fran, you know, he's going to have the chance to really make an imprint. We'll find out more about, you know, the quality of his coaching out there. Um, Mike, you know, daddy Shanahan, you know, love him, hate him. He's done, he's done plenty of good in the league. Uh, he's certainly has had his missteps as well, but you know, he's not an idiot. Mike Shanahan was not an idiot. You know what I mean? Nope. And and RG three, RG three, I I think just, you know, he overplayed his hand by far. The injuries were unfortunate; they really were. Um, But I mean, where is he at this point? I think the ego got the best. Yeah, I mean, where where is he at this point? I mean, Cleveland and ego and his brand. I mean, he's going to be out of the. I don't know that he's going to. He's not, yeah, he's I don't. I don't know that any. Right yeah, I don't know that anybody's going to bring him in, barring some injuries no. or some other stuff. He's pr- he he may be done. Question. Yeah. Who gets a job first, RG three or Colin Kaepernick? RG three is probably less dramatic at this point than Kaepernick, so maybe RG three. If Kaepernick <coughs> gets a haircut. If Kaepernick gets a haircut. If we have clean shaven Cap versus RG three, uh, uh, I still say RG three. Yeah, probably. Um, you know, again, it, it it's Who tough. Him? The Who Jets. signs them? Green Bay. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> the, the Jets. Yeah. Yeah, maybe. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Hey, no, no pressure, no diamonds. <laughs> uh, wouldn't it be? It, does he still have a subway deal? Is he still like hawking subway sandwiches or that contract? And do they boot him? <laughs> they probably uh, booted him. Yeah. I mean, I do uh, think. Uh, I, I do think that it's just in retrospect. We knew how much Snyder and Allen were the RG3 train. And the Shanahan's wanted Tannehill and Wilson. Can you realize what had happened if they got in their way? The team arguably would have been better off. Arguably. Yeah. But, you know, again, that's why we get to organizational vision and understanding what you're trying to build. And, you know, Russell Wilson is, is uh, obviously has done some very good things in the league. Very, I, I would argue a very competent quarterback. Does he have certain limitations? Well, of course, they all do. But, you know, the Seahawks built the core of that team. They got the defense going. Russell Wilson was a good fit for where they were. They had Marshawn Lynch. And you've seen the evolution of that team over time. Russell Wilson has gotten better. Um, You know, when you think about, say, Flacco, for example, because I think that's contextually relevant, you know, because uh, uh, the, the the Ravens ended up giving him a huge ass contract, but he probably had the most perfect postseason a quarterback can have, right? When they won the Super Bowl, I mean, y- y- you can't do much better if it. <laughs> I don't know that you can do better than what he did, dude. I mean, right? When you get a song from the Sports Brew, I know he did the Flacco Rainbow. He did get a song. He got songified by the Sports Brew. When you get that, yeah, I mean that was gold. legit, right? Yeah. But you know, they had issues after that contract. But part of that's age, drafting, free agents, injuries other things that have happened they're not quite the same team plus they play in a really competitive division and the Steelers are still good right but the Redskins you know they don't have a unified and fully fleshed out clearly in my opinion organizational vision of what they're trying to be if they did then they would have gone ahead and locked him up for a period of time 
to say, hey, let's commit to this guy. He's shown us enough. We'll build the rest of the team. We'll see where it goes. And I, unfortunately, I think the Red, for a Redskin fan standpoint, you know, it's a tough team to like, man. It really is. You know, because it, it feels like this is the kind of team that gives you a little bit of promise and then they either underperform or they'll give you a season. You go, all right, maybe they're building in the right direction. And then they have like this kind of crap happen, these kind of shenanigans. Look, I don't think anybody is saying that Kirk Cousins is, is Tom Brady or is going to be at that level. I'm, you know, I'm certainly not. I think he's a very good, uh, you know, an above average to very good quarterback. I think he certainly is a top 15 guy, arguably in, uh, you know, top 10 ish, depending on you know, how he executes. I think he's capable of that. Is he a top five guy? I don't think so. Not at this point in his career. Could he be that? Possible. Probably unlikely, but maybe. Uh, I, you know, I think the clutch issue is going to be an issue with him. Uh, you know, finishing some games is going to be an issue. Obviously, the occasional brain fart. I don't remember who. I don't think it was last year. I want to I say it was the year before, but he had that kneel down. Was it the, at, at the end of the first half? Yes. Was, was it the Giants yeah, game? It was. it was a Giants game. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And kneeled at the first, you know what I mean? Like he's had a couple of things where you're like, seriously, dude, <laughs> you know. And and quarterback contracts are screwy. They are, you know. And part of it is just the timing of where he's at. Um, and maybe he's, a, you know, maybe he's in the Andy Dalton range, which is serviceable, not phenomenal, not going to necessarily carry you, but you can complement him and build around him, and you can have a really good team. Is that worth paying that kind of money for? Maybe if you draft well and if you can build around them, you're going to get serviceable to above average, you know, top 10 ish quarterback play. You can win with that. And maybe his progression trends up and you go. I think the organization has done wrong by him enough that, you know, I said earlier that it could just be kind of a toxic situation. And maybe he's not overtly saying, I want out, but his refusal to do a long term contract essentially makes it look like he wants out of there you know he has a certain degree of leverage where he's going to get paid a ton of money with the franchise tag but he doesn't have to sign long term he can go year by year one thing that is interesting about this though and do keep in mind because of the way quarterback contracts have gone you know most people have been focused on the screw up of the redskins here and i don't like them i I will readily admit that whole press release and all that stuff talking about what they offered and this and that. I don't like how they did that. I think that paints the organization in a bad light. It almost looks like they're trying to stick it to the player. I mean, that's a bad play. Okay, that's a bad play, the way they did that. That's my opinion. Okay, but I don't think that helps their cause. Right? It almost looks like they want to throw him under the bus. That's a bad way to go, dude. All right, that's a bad, that's a that's bad, a bad look. look. Yeah. You know, it, it's a bad look. Wow, that was a jinx. Yeah, I know, right? But, you know, there was an article in For the Win, and I think this was a, a pretty reasonable point. You know, people are so focused about how the Redskins have messed it up, but one thing that they're doing in this current quarterback contractual landscape is they're essentially saying, we're not going to commit to overpaying you. We don't think you're that guy. We think you're good. And we'll pay you, but we're not gonna we're not gonna go to the we're not gonna push the upper limits of it, and you know give you the guarantees and commit like over the top, all right. You know their release they did talk about, you know that this was part of the deal and said so we made Kirk an offer that included the highest fully guaranteed amount upon signing for a quarterback in NFL history, fifty three million, and then guaranteed a total of seventy two million for injury. Again, when you see that, you go, my God, that's a lot of money. Uh, the deal would have made him at least the second highest paid player by average per year in NFL history. 
So those components, as of right now, you can take that as your truth and go. But some of that obviously is the guarantees that he essentially has playing with the with the franchise tag, and then the guarantees on the back end of the contract when you get past these two years. And that's where there seems you know, really seem to be some issues. Uh, but again, you get back to the team's unwillingness or refusal or whatever to negotiate in good faith and commit to him earlier. That set the stage for the problems here. You know, Cousins has enough leverage that he doesn't have to sign long term. He doesn't have to. All right. He doesn't have to do that. So I just, oh, man. I, I just at the end of the day, I think the Redskins just really misplayed their hand, and I think Cousins is going to he'll show up, he'll play this year, and maybe he proves the Redskins right. You know, doesn't win enough clutch games, isn't good enough at the back end of games. Maybe, maybe, but given the dysfunction that they had coming out of the RG three era with a guy that clearly threw his teammates under the bus and clearly tried to stab his coach in the back. <laughs> You know, to have a guy that seemed to be team oriented and said the right things. Maybe at this point, when we look back, we understand that there was some fire. I, it wasn't just directed at the media, it wasn't just directed at naysayers when he was like, You like that. You know, when he broke that out, you start to see that that was really directed at the organization. That was really directed at Dan Snyder and Allen and, and McLuhan. You know what I mean? There was some fire in the belly on that one on a level that maybe we didn't appreciate in the moment, right? So, you know, I, I just think over the long haul when it's come to Cousins, the Redskins have misplayed their hands multiple times. I don't know what they do going forward. I've seen people call to trade them. I don't know what they're going to get from him right now. You know, both the organization has a certain degree of leverage so long as they're willing to franchise tag them and eat that cap hit. And then Cousins has a certain degree of leverage as well, you know. So I, I don't know. What do you, Shannon? Realistically, do you think they're just going to end up having to either? Do you think they trade this guy? No, no chance. No chance. No chance. You mean going into the season? No chance this off season. Not not this off season. No, they're they're either going to re-sign this dude or he's going to walk. I, I don't think there's a chance that he gets but traded. don't they have to figure out a way to not just let him walk and get nothing out of him? If he has a very good season, and listen, teammates can have a lot of um, uh, what's influence oh, sure. on how things go. Yeah, things have gone not great with the front office and all, but I mean you're you're in the trenches with your coaches and your teammates most of the time. Yeah. And if he really, really, really loves his teammates and wants to stay and he likes the area and his wife likes the area, then sure, listen, by God it's business. At the end of the day, it is nothing more than a negotiation between businessmen mm -hmm. and listen, it may not have gone his way the couple years i mean look bro i'll i'll, I'll play tw uh, a year for 20 million oh sure <laughs> i mean look I'll, I'll i'll hold that clipboard and make those notes but um it doesn't look good right now it's not a good look however it's business at the end of the day yeah and it if, is if both sides go like look snyder can be like listen dude we were wrong like if if Cousins gets like MVP this year, 
Snyder can be like, look, dude, we were wrong about you. Uh, we'll offer you a five-year max deal and a six-year player option. It's not the NBA. There's no max deal. <laughs> well, you know what I mean. I know, I know what you mean. I'm just But, like, you. you know, he may be like, look, dude, I'll, I'll throw in, like, a six-year player option for, like, I don't know, 30, 40 million <laughs> if that's what you want. You know, it, everything – it depends on how he plays this season. I mean, that's that's really what it boils down to is his play this season. Well, it, you that, know, that's the leverage. Either he's going to have the leverage, mm-hmm. or it's going to go right back to the team, or he's going to walk. I mean, that's that, that's really what it comes down to, and it, it's tough because you want to have that security both ways. Fans want the security. Cousins wants that security. Of course, the front office wants that security, but they're just not sold on him yet. And he, he's got to go prove it one more time, and hopefully he can stay healthy the entire season and uh, be able to prove it. Yeah, I, mean, I would love to see him stay there. I mean, I, I can remember our very first podcast. We said, <laughs> when you buy a Corvette, do you get the insurance? Yes. This is the insurance because the Corvette or the uh, not the Corvette, the uh, what Maserati broke down. Yeah. So you have to have the insurance, and Cousins was that insurance. So okay, you know, it, it's done well so far. Let's see how it does this year. And if he if he crushes it, man, if he kills it, then the front office needs to get their heads out of their rear ends and make him. A very good offer. And if he doesn't live up to expectations, they will have the proverbial, I told you so. Well, you know, again, you've got, and this is where you blur the lines with the team and the, the individual, right? Because I don't know how much better, I don't, we'll see, is their defense improved? We'll, Lord knows, plenty of room for improvement. Uh, but we'll see if their defense is improved. Yeah. You know, inconsistency with the run game has, has been a, a huge issue with them. Now, granted, under under Griffin, the style of offense they played, like Alfred Morris was crazy legit. And but where is he gone? Dallas. I mean, he's playing with Dallas now, but like he kind of fell off the map, right? So, you know, there, there again, there's some organizational, systemic, and team limitations there. And understanding your identity, I think in the NFL – you know, like in the NBA, you, sheer talent can sometimes just get you over the hump. But the NFL, I really think you it's rare that you can win consistently without strong organizational leadership, vision, and, you know, building towards that. You might have a lucky year here or there, but it's I think it's really hard to consistently succeed in the NFL where the margins between teams are so small. It starts at the top. You know, and I, yeah, top-down leadership, top-down, that, that yeah. stuff is so critically important. And, you know, the flip side of that, and I do think it's interesting, and this is this is what I was trying to get to earlier, the Redskins have gambled, Cousins has gambled on himself, and he's won to the extent that he's made a ton of money with the franchise tag. He just right. doesn't have the long-term deal, right? The Redskins have gambled on not giving him a long-term deal and being prove it year to year. It's a pretty interesting model to say, you know what? <laughs> We're going to pay you this year, and you know, if we can't work out what we view as a favorable deal, well, we'll just franchise you again. I, again, I don't know how long they can do this. Maybe they get away with it one more year. I'm not sure. But it's a pretty interesting precedent to say, you know what, we think you're good, but we don't think you're that good. 
and we have other issues with the team, so we're gonna we know we have to save some money or address those. And then, obviously, with again, the the, the, the you've got some serious changes in the, in the wide receiver core. I like Pryor. I think it's a pretty good gamble. He's got, he's got size. That's a big dude, by the way. Yeah, he's huge. Pryor's a big dude. People, that, if if you don't realize how big, there was a pitcher. I think it was Randy Moss, Terrell Pryor. I forget who else was in the pitcher, but I was like, damn, uh, Jamison Crowder. Yeah, I was like, dude, Pryor's a big, big guy, man. Big Great day. Guy. Oh yeah. Um, you well, know, yeah. so so there's some nice opportunities there. You know, again, it's an interesting precedent. It's an interesting approach to say we're not willing to essentially, you know, if you're not the guy and we overcommit to you for five years, we're not, we're not, you know, we don't want to set ourselves up for failure by overcommitting to you. We're willing to eat the extra money by franchising, boom, boom, boom. And if you end up being the guy, then if we have to pay through the nose, I guess, we'll, you know, we'll, I think that's contingent on this year, but. Again, I don't know that he wants to be there, but they both have a certain degree of leverage, right? right? right. They, they both have a certain degree of leverage. So the Redskins can kind of retain him and squat on his rights a little bit. He can't break free. He can't totally break free from him, but he can break the bank, right? So I guess it's not terrible. I mean, he again, fantasy football, good production. You know, I, I think uh, here you go. I mean, look. Over the last two years, he's averaged forty five hundred, a little bit over forty five hundred passing yards. He's fifty four touchdowns against twenty three interceptions. Passer rating since twenty fifteen is ninety nine point three. That's six in the league over that time. And so you go, well, no, he, he's worth giving a good contract to, right? Uh, but then you have to you have to think about the state of the Redskins offensive line, which is pretty good. I'm not saying they're phenomenal, but they're just solid. And they've had over the past several years, they've had a pretty good, pretty deep wide receiving core. And so some people make the argument that really the receivers bailed Cousins out, you know. And if you if he had been a better quarterback, then they would have been far more productive. Well, I guess we'll find out this year <coughs> with all the new ones. Oh sure. Although I like Crowder, I think Crowder's got some legit. I like Crowder a lot. I think that guy's a baller. So yeah, there's there's, there's a lot, and, and and then they had a good system as well. I mean, Lord knows they the Rams hired Sean McVay to be the, their head coach. You know, that obviously took a certain amount of belief there uh, in the system and what they had accomplished. So, you know, it, it's kind of tough, man. Uh, I, I just think at the end of the day, the, the 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 Redskins, from an organizational standpoint, screwed the pooch and misplayed their hands uh, with Cousin multiple times. And I think the spillover and the remnants of how RG3 was treated versus how Cousins has been treated um, probably is part of the foundational issue uh, with their relationship, I don't know that that can be repaired, uh, and maybe we're just year year by year for a little bit of time. Yeah, certainly, you know, this year, last year, this year, and maybe next year too. Uh, I like Cousins. I would have been much happier if they had gotten him under contract so they could, you know, really focus on what else they needed to do for the team. Uh, you know, he's talked before about not wanting to hurt the, the the market for other quarterbacks, and that tells you a little bit about what he's looking to do. Uh, he doesn't want to be screwed over or totally taken advantage of by giving a home team discount. Clearly, he's not willing to do that. Let's look at it this way. Let's look at it this way. If we talk about <coughs> quarterbacks in the league, right, and teams in the league and what they've got, and you could, you're going to find different rankings for quarterbacks, okay? And some of that is going to be year by year, um, current situation, and then some of it if you went – you know, signing a four to five year deal, some of their their age is going to figure in. From a year by year standpoint, most people realistically, who's your one? Tom Brady. Tom Brady. 
you know um you, if you get into your top five you know randy who do you think your top five would be currently obviously you know you go brady you go rogers yep um, i still think big ben is in the top five I'm granted he's getting out in years, so I don't know how much longer he's going to be in there. But um, I think Cam is getting close, getting in that area. I mean, obviously he had an off season last year, but he's definitely one of those guys you have to look out for. That I, I still think, I, even yeah, I wouldn't put Cam in my top five, but he's top ten ish kind of guy. Yeah, I'm I'm, cause I'm trying to think. I mean, Breeze is still Bree, Breeze, yeah. Though, but I think because of his age, he, this year he may drop off. Well, so again. I, some of that is when you look at how they rank for this particular season, and then when you get into contract evaluations, if you're saying four to five years or six years, it's different. True. But when you get up to that five area, there's a lot of quarterbacks that, you know, you could throw in there. Like, you could do Russell Wilson. You could do, you could do uh, Philip Rivers because he puts up the numbers, but he doesn't get the wins. I mean, I, if you're going by stats. Yeah, see, that's the thing. I, I don't know how many people would put Philip Rivers in the top five. I, I would say pretty consistently it's going to be Brady at this point in his career, Matt Ryan, um, Aaron Rodgers. Most people are going to are going to top five that guy. You know, maybe there's a little bit of give or take here and there, top three, you know, in that zone. But, uh, you know, part of this, I guess, realistically is you go, well, who do I think is better than Kirk Cousins? And then if I'm signing the contract for five years, let's just go five years. You know, who who do I who would I give five years to? All right, Tom Brady, you wouldn't give five years to him, but but hands down, Tom Brady's better than him. Matt Ryan, he's young enough. You could you could do five years yeah. with, with Matty Ice. I'd take him over Kirk Cousins. Uh Andrew Luck has a shoulder, you know, injury kind of going on, so we'll see what he's like, but hopefully he's healthy. Most people would take Andrew Luck over Kirk Cousins, I would think. Aaron Rodgers, absolutely. Uh Derek Drew Carr. Well, Carr is, is partially the thing with Carr obviously is his progression and his upside. Um I think most people would take Derek Carr. Yeah. Yeah, over over him. Russell Wilson I like. Um, he's had enough success, been to a couple of Super Bowls, won one, obviously. I think most people will take him over Kirk Cousins. Drew Brees, long-term, no, but short-term, probably, you take him over Kirk Cousins. Big Ben, long-term, maybe not, but short-term, yeah, you yes. say he's better. Cam Newton's debatable. That's a different style. Some of that's a style standpoint. Um right. I don't love Cam Newton, and it wasn't a great year, but I would expect him to rebound. But, again, that's how you built around him. Phillip Rivers, age is an issue, but prob- I think – I don't know. Would you think that you know Phillip Rivers is a better quarterback than Kirk Cousins? I think they're actually probably closer to on par with each other okay. more than anything else. All right, mm-hmm. and, and that's fair. You know, Matthew Stafford, who – you know, Stafford's one of those guys that – put a lot of numbers up but hasn't won anything at the end of right. the day he hasn't won anything and you know the lines have been so marginal and mediocre they made calvin johnson retire thanks guys you know dak prescott i, I, I don't know how you rank him at this point it's one year in certainly look, has looked good but as you would think some of that's a product of the of the cowboys offensive line and then obviously you know ezekiel elliott being an absolute too stud too soon yeah it, it's probably too soon to really know what he's going to be i mean looks good looks good uh, essentially made Tony Romo retire, so good on him. <laughs> um, Obviously, another young guy that you can look at that's still feeling his way out is Marcus Mariota. Obviously, he mm-hmm. made a big jump last year. But he did. Obviously, 
Um, he's got more weapons this year, so we'll see if he can take that next step. If he yeah. takes that next yes. step, then you're looking at him as in, in a top ten probably. Is well, I mean, Carson Palmer. I think I take Cousins over Palmer. Uh, I take yeah. Cousins over Bradford. Um, Jameis Winston, if it was a five-year window, I think I'd rather have Winston. Andy Dalton, I'll take Cousins over Dalton because I think they're not that far apart from being the same guy anyway. Uh, Cousins over Tannehill. Mariota, we'll see. I think this year is going to tell us a lot, but um, I I, I might lean towards Cousins over maybe, I think. Um, I'd certainly take Cousins over Tyrod Taylor. I'd take Cousins over Alex Smith. Uh, Carson Wentz would be a long-term play kind of deal. Uh, I like his upside. If it's just short-term this year, I'd take Cousins. But if it's long-term, I'd probably – I like Wentz a lot. Um, I might take Wentz. Flacco, I don't love. Uh, Manning, I don't know how much he has left in the tank. Blake Bortles, I don't like. Matt Barkley, barf. Trevor Simeon, barf. You know, Colin Kaepernick, barf. Jared Goff, barf. Ryan Fitzpatrick, quad barf. Brock Osweiler, total full barf. Bryce Petty, barf. Mike Glennon, garbage. Cody Kessler, crap. I mean, I mean, there's plenty of crap. So, you know, you figure like... My cousins is top 15. Yeah. Tom Savage, crap. <laughs> uh, <laughs> I'm looking at some of these like quarterback ranking. Brian Hoyer, crap. Get out of here. Uh, Bortles is an interception machine. Bradford, whatever. I don't really care for that guy that much. Tannehill... Eh, yeah, I mean, I, I just, I, you know, Flacco, I, I think he had a, a phenomenal run, but I just, I don't trust that guy for anything. I hate, he hasn't I, lived up to that contract, let's be honest. No. You know, I, I, I like Winston's upside a lot. Marcus Mariato. I, you know, I, I, I don't, some of that might just be how the team is built and how they play. I mean, you got some serious running backs there. Alex Smith, we know what he is. I think the thing that's tricky about Eli is I just don't I don't know where he's at long term no but maybe for the next year I don't know he throws a lot of picks he he's got some problems I don't know yeah here's another set of ratings they got Rodgers as one this is Athlon Sports and Life Rodgers one Brady two Ryan three Roethlisberger four Russell Wilson five then Drew Brees Derek Carr Andrew Luck Stafford Cam. And then they have Cousins 11. They have Cousins in front of Eli, Dak, uh, Rivers, Flacco, Dalton. And then, you know, you kind of get into the mess. So, but, I mean, know. him being 11 is still good. So Yeah, the, I mean. The, the and, key thing here, that's, this is what's going to happen with Cousins. If he has, like, another season of 4,500 yards, 25 touchdowns, and eight or nine wins that he helps produce – Teams are going to come after him like crazy, and I think what's going to happen is the Redskins are probably going to do, put the transition tag on him so that they can actually have that re- that refusal, yeah. the right of refusal for those for whatever comes their way because they want to obviously they want to get something for him. Yeah. I have a feeling that you know he wants he like you said he probably wants out, and I have a feeling he could. And I, as much as I, I'm not trying to toot my own horn or anything like that. I have a feeling he's going to land in San Francisco next year. Well, just because you want to get yeah. with Shanahan, you've, you've got you've got that tie-in with Shanahan, um, and I, I think you know honestly, I kind of expected that to be the outcome at the moment. And again, if we talk about, I mean, here's the options for 2018. This is from an ESPN article. You've got a third franchise tag, estimated cost at 34 and a half million, which is pretty damn. Uh, that I mean, that's a bitter pill right there. Uh, Redskins would obviously control his rights. 
Uh, and then if they think there's any shot at retaining him, working out a, a long-term deal, they can tag and negotiate, obviously. One thing that is, you know, uh, an issue there is, is I don't have a full breakdown of all the players, but the ESPN article references that they have 11 other key starters or backups in the final year of their deals. So if Cousins played a third year under the tag, it would cost the team the ability to retain multiple players. And see, that's a big issue. If you don't truly view him as a cornerstone, you can't keep him with that. Uh, they could transition tag him. That's about 20, That's a little bit under $29 million, uh, $28.7 um, and then we'd see, because then, uh, you know, if you want to go, oh, oh, market will dictate, you see what other teams offer him, maybe they stick a poison pill in there, that, that does happen, could be tough to match it, so, that could also impact them resounding other people, I, I, I like how everybody brings up the 49ers, man, because they could front load a, they could front load a deal, so... I don't, you know, it gets tough. Resigning for a free agency, I don't know that that's going to happen. And then just flat out, it would just be unfortunate for the Redskins to get absolutely nothing. If he doesn't want to be there and he wants out, it would be really unfortunate to get absolute big bag of zero from him. Given what they paid to get RG three, right? It would really suck if they got zero for Cousins. If he's like, I'm out, y'all. <laughs> yeah, but, definitely. You know, again, part of it is 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 quarterback contracts. You know, you got Carr. I don't know who else is coming up soon as far as having to re-sign. There are guys, and there's there's always several people that are coming up on contract issues and, and are going to raise the bar, right? They're going to raise the bar and keep pushing it up. So it's not like Cousins is going to get cheaper to sign unless he has a very mediocre year. It's kind of how I felt like what the Panthers did to Cam the other year. You know what I mean? It was like he didn't have enough weapons, and that was organizationally that was their fault. You know, yeah. this is true. So I don't know. It's it's a mixed bag. I, I, again, I like Kirk. I wish the organization felt like they were more on point and more competent. And the, it just I don't. None of it feels good. It doesn't feel healthy. It doesn't feel good. Even if you you know if you think Cousins is crap, then you probably think the Redskins are relatively right, even though they haven't handled it the best way. I I just. I just worry from an organizational standpoint. I worry about the appearance of dysfunction, the appearance of a toxic relationship, the appearance of a team throwing a player under the bus publicly, the appearance of this whole thing. You know, do they call him Kurt? I mean, it's it's just it's it's all ridiculous. It just looks bad. It just looks bad. So I worry about it. I don't hate the guy. I wish they'd get him under contract. Draft some other people. Fine. That's what. You know, teams. You should always be looking for quarterbacks. You know, take a flyer here and there, but I don't know, man. It 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 doesn't make me want to fly the Redskins flag in front of my house with a whole bunch of pride. I can tell you that. It just doesn't. Not optimistic. My current state is not optimistic. Yeah. <laughs> is he the best quarterback I've ever seen? No, uh, but he's probably given a team that's had. The kind of quarterback problems the Redskins have had over, I don't know, the last 30 years? Let's go 30 years. <laughs> Why not? Or 25 years, certainly. Quarter century. Given the problems they've had, to have that mostly answered or to treat him, treat him as a cornerstone would have been much better than just this year-to-year -year limbo. But if they really don't think he's the guy, man, get him out of there. Yep. And, 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 exactly. You, you know. Uh, it's just it's an interesting roll of the dice, and maybe more teams are willing to do it and not get hamstrung with their quarterback. Maybe 
Maybe this is a new trend. Although, Lord knows, if quarterbacks start going, nope, just franchise tag me year to year, I bet they find a way to address this in the CBA. Oh, yeah. I bet you. I bet you. So, look, how about this? How about this? I don't think he's worth one money. I don't think he's worth raising the bar for him. But I think they'd have to pay him 20-plus mil a year. And that they'd have to be willing to guarantee beyond the first two years of the contract. So, (laughs) I guess my question for you guys is this. Are the Redskins in the wrong? Should they have signed him? And what? And have they just essentially cut off their nose to spite their face in dealing with this guy? I believe they should have given him the money he wanted from the, fir- the first time mm-hmm. they franchised him. That yeah. way, they avoid they would have avoided all this already. They would have this wouldn't be an issue. But you let it happen for a second year in a row and that franchise tag is not getting any cheaper. So it's one of those things where he's proven, granted under the system he's in, he's proven that he's worth the money. Yeah. I mean, you got to figure the team is getting, you know, won the division one year was a game out of the playoffs the next year. If, like I said, if he can, almost duplicate you know get about 4500 yards 25 touchdowns and generate another eight or nine wins he at least he's showing that he is part of the solution that he's part of the reason why they're playing as well as they are even if the defenses uh even with defensive lapses yeah he's he's proven he's worth the money well he's certainly you know he's certainly worth paying but i don't know that he's worth raising the bar for well, and that, not like going, hey, let's just make paying. him the yeah. top overall yeah. paid quarterback in the league. That's just ridiculous. Whitfield, you I mean, awake over there? Nope. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'm almost about ready to head to. He's out there scratching his butt. Yeah, no, we gotta, we're going to have to shut it down in a minute because Shannon's about, Shannon's about ready to uh, uh, crash out. Yeah. That's, that's okay. It's 2.30, man. It's all right, bro. It's late. Yeah, I'm, I'm done. It, it's, all good, it's all good, man. It's all good. It's all good. It's all good. Leroy it's all good, McGuffin. You can Leroy Jenkins right to the couch. <laughs> go get that fan on, dude. Yeah, man. Shit, yeah. yeah, that's right. That's right. This is a tasty burger. Hell yeah, man. Well, the freaking dog. <laughs> so I, I don't know. We probably talked. There's probably a crazy excessive uh, excessive amount about Kirk Cousins, but. Uh, you know, it, it's a mess, and I, I think it's perfectly reflective of what the Redskins have been oh, yeah. for the majority of time under Dan Snyder, and it's a team that can't get out of their own freaking way. You know what I mean? Yep. They should have been able this to. Year- they should have been able to nip this in the bud three years ago. They didn't do it, and they're paying the price. They're paying the price now for not squaring this away multiple years ago because what they're going to end up spending on him whether they end up franchising them next year or not, what they're going to have spent over a three-season period, they could have gotten a much better deal uh, on him had they showed faith in him earlier on. They would have been much better off. And the thing is, you know, that they could have still drafted other people. I mean, God bless. What 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 is that? that what is Glennon getting from, you know, Chicago? Like 18. I mean, it, it's a ridiculous amount of money. You know, once you start getting guys like that getting big money, you know, if you're top 10-ish kind of guy and you're up, it's your turn for your contract, you're looking for some money. 
It, it's a quarterback league. We know that. Unless you have a phenomenal defense and a phenomenal run game to carry you and mask it, this is a quarterback-driven league. Oh, yeah. I mean, that's just reality. And I think the Redskins have totally screwed the pooch. C is for cap room. Yeah, they have none. <laughs> C is also for crap. That's how this has gone. Although C is also for cousins. Yeah. No, you can't eat that. <laughs> yeah. F is for franchise. That's good enough for me, too. Yay. Anyway, on that note, I guess it's about time to wrap up and get the hell out of here. Uh, one thing that I did think was fantastic, I did want to uh, go ahead and just throw this out there. Shannon and I both saw this. We thought it was pretty hilarious. This dude, an Australian, Australian man by the name, of course it's Australia, by the name of Dean, they asked him to throw out his, his can of beer, right? Because they said he couldn't fly with it. So you know what he did? He checked it. He checked a can of beer as his luggage. Like a boss. Like a boss. And they have a picture of this beer on the conveyor belt with a freaking tag on it. And it's just zipping around on the conveyor belt. <laughs> that was pretty fantastic. Kudos to you, sir. Yes, sir. Kudos to you. Uh, last thing, this is for Whitfield. Because uh, this would so be him. Uh, there was a guy, because fantasy football is right around the corner, right? So there was a dude uh, who lost. He came in last place in his fantasy football league. Name of Lawrence. His league was the Paul Walker Memorial Cup, which is a bad football league name. You get an F for that anyway. But because he was last in the league, he had to recreate the ESPN body issue shoot. And he's like a, like a normal-looking dude. You know what I'm saying? So <laughs> it didn't go well. So... Well. No. Do yourself a favor and look up Lawrence Recreate ESPN Magazine Body Issue. Fantasy Football Loss. Wah, wah, wah. Pretty freaking fantastically <laughs> bad. Yeah. And I am a motivational speaker. I'm gonna end up eating a steady diet of government cheese and living in a van down by the river. Well, I'm here to tell you that you're probably going to find out as you go out there that you're not going to amount to jack squat. Well, I freaking die. Hell yeah. That guy looks like he hung out with uh, Cookie Monster, man. Is that Cookie? Yeah. There's a lot of cookies. <laughs> <laughs> it's all good, man. We like cookies, too. It's cool, bro. It's all good. All right. Well, thanks for helping us bang out another episode of the Sports Brew. Lord knows there was some a uh, little bit of a mess in this one. That's okay, though. Why not? It's an hour and a half to two hours. Kirk Cousins dominated an entire hour, almost an entire hour <laughs> of conversation. Well, that's because Donovan, Donovan McNabb was mentioned, and you went off. I hate I, I still hate Donovan McNabb, man. All right. We're at the end. We got Damn it, go. Shannon. Yeah. Don't don't get them started. It's like the so long song, not the thong song.
I was gonna. That's, ma- like, I was... that's a nice stop, by the way. What? To stop it where you did. Yeah, well, that, that was that was for you. <laughs> Thank you. Oh, oh man, uh, I totally forgot about that. All right, you know what? Only walk, walk off. Yeah. So, all right. So I yeah. I guess this will be our walk off since. Uh, yeah. Why not? So one of my favorite things of the last couple of weeks was uh, Randy. I hope you saw this. Um, oh, mouse fail. Uh, Andy Circus was uh, on the Late Show with Stephen Colbert. And uh, they were doing Trump tweets. And yep. this, I thought, and of course, was of phenomenal. Course the, the, the performance that people first got to know you is a, was as Smeagol, you know, a golem. Absolutely. You know, uh, a tremendous. Not only are you doing that, but you're doing two different characters, you might say, two different sides. I, I wonder if I could ask you a favor. Yes. Is that I, I have here, where do I have it? I have it right here. I would love it if I could hear either Smeagol or Gollum. Okay. Um, well, both. Uh, read these... Of course, both. <laughs> ...tweets by Donald Trump. <laughs> I like the fact that when Colbert gives him the card, he hops up on the chair. You know what I mean? He gets yep. him into like the position. You know what I mean? To get all crouched up and, and totally get into it. Uh, I would also like Cookie Monster to do some Trump tweets. I think that would be pretty sweet. <laughs> D is for Trump, yeah. Coffee. Yeah. Yeah. C is for coffee. <laughs> oh, wait a second. Wait, wait, Sorry. Wait a second, Shannon. Here we go. All right. Go ahead. Here you go. It's also in there. If you want to do it up here, it's also in there. Whatever you want to do. Yeah. The fake news media has never been so wrong or so dirty. Purposely incorrect stories and phony sources to meet their agenda of hate. Sad. <laughs> I mean, freaking brilliant, by the way. Freaking brilliant, man. Just, just, you can lose this one. Just, just that one, if you don't mind. Right? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Despite the constant negative press, kerfuffle. <laughs> Wait, what's kerfuffle, precious? No one knows. <laughs> That's the most beautiful thing. I gotta say, I gotta say. They actually sound better that way. <laughs> I mean, that was brilliant. That was absolutely 100% brilliant. That was one of my favorite things of the past couple of weeks, man. Fantastic. That was funny. All right. Well, I guess that's about it. So we're going to get the hell out of here. Oh, Winamp's asleep. Thanks, <laughs> Of course, man. I won't get off my lawn! Hell yeah. Hell yeah, we do. Anyway, Mark, get better. We'll catch you on the flip side. Whitfield, well, way to go fail buckets. Shocker. <laughs> you know what? I dreamed a dream that one time Whitfield could actually stay awake through one of these things. Is it that hard? <laughs> Is it? Is that what she said? Not to him. <laughs> oh. As usual, way to come up short. No, I'm just kidding. Oh. 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 
That's not nice. I'm just I'm just messing with you, dude. It's all good. <laughs> we love you. We'll never give you up, I guess. <laughs> anyway. Okay. I want me some Get off my Anyway, man. All right, we're at the sports where you can find us on iTunes, uh, Stitcher Radio. Of course, our home feed is on Podbean, uh, the Google Play Store. Keywords are sports and brew. Um, just having a little bit of summer fun. Hopefully, you had a good time. Lord knows we got kind of stupid. Here we are going with like Gollum Trump tweets, right? It's pretty fantastic. And Cookie Monster. We had a lot of Cookie Monster tonight. Very strange. Very strange. Is it cookie? Yes. Me going to ask most important question of all. Thank you. Thank you, Cookie Monster. Is <laughs> Don't we all love the sports brew? Yes. Yes. Yes, we do. Yes, we do. But... Autobots, transform and roll out. It's our time. So from, from all of us to all of you, <laughs> we will catch you on the flip side. Uh, peace out, y'all. And Randy, I hope you had a great time at the Down concert, man. We didn't even talk about that, but hopefully, hopefully you enjoyed that. But from all of us to all of you, man... Enjoy your week, enjoy your weekend, enjoy your summer, and we will catch you on the flip side. And not the flip side of the Cisco Thong song. <laughs> 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 <laughs>